0: No. Oh dear. You want to talk about intervention? No. You need a hug? No. Beer? No. Oh. Wow.
1: Okay.
2: It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles,
0: the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode... Rich Warfield, Rico
3: Hogan, and John Miracle.
0: Loud Hypes, episode 111 is our annual prediction show. We'll be scoring the predictions from 2017 and making new ones for the coming year. Plus, the forks are back on the R6. Brother Hogan. What's, what's up? What's happening, man?
3: Just chilling, getting getting pumped for this evening.
0: For this evening? Are you for feeling good? You think you're scoring points? Or are you just drinking oh, I beer like me?
3: <laughs> I'll do a little bit of both. Going back and looking at all this stuff, I was like, hey, I remember talking about that. I think that was one of my predictions.
0: We will see. We will see. Mhm. And what are you rinsing it down with this evening? I'm gonna rinse
3: it down with something new. I haven't had in a long time. I found it in the in the at the grocery store yesterday, and I was like, huh, "I haven't had one of these in a while." And it's a Smirnoff, uh Premium Ice Black.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
3: Yep. So I'm gonna crack that puppy open tonight, and it is in a. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And in my koozie.
0: Very nice. Oh, and a slurp. People people usually have to pay extra for that. All right. Mr. Miracle, non-riding fool, spider silk. What's happening, John?
1: Not much, man. I'm trying to stay warm. Trying? Trying.
0: Meaning it's not working?
1: No. It's a little chilly here. lately.
0: Hmm. Well, you'll have to fix that. You can warm yourself up with a, I don't know, a scotch rum.
1: Yeah. I'll go scotch. We got some scotch. It's over there in a bottle.
0: that will be good. He's not fooling around. He's like, (laughs) now wait, you don't think, isn't that not celebratory? Is it? You think you got a lot of points tonight?
1: Maybe, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. What about you? What, what, what are you washing down tonight?
0: Well, it's hard to believe, but I don't think I've had anything from Sugar Creek Brewing before. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Local brewery here in Charlotte. And this is, of course, a pale ale. No surprise there. But they do it a little differently. So they they boast an international fusion, and I'm reading right from the bottle here. They're combining American and European brewing methods. Brewed with imported Belgian specialty malts. So this ale gives you a traditional English lower malt backbone. Then they add America's finest whole cone hops. And that's a well-balanced and well-traveled pale ale. And it's not in a can, Hogan, but I am using your handmade bottle opener. Yeah, like
3: that's that. what's up. <laughs> it works still.
0: It still works.
3: <laughs> awesome. Mm. That was a labor of love, by the way, a labor of love.
0: Well, it is now the the fruits of your labor to my refreshment. All right. (laughs) If that's a thing.
3: It, It is now.
0: All right. Well, I will also mention, if you guys enjoy our little beer segment, our little banter in the beginning, I've compiled the annual year of beer once again. So at the end of this episode, we're going to tack on another 38-ish minutes of content. And that will be, you know, a little snippet and some of the conversation from all of the 2017 episodes up to the one we recorded tonight. Awesome. eat. So check, check, check it out. Right. New topics. And the only new topic really is the predictions. So let's set the, let's set the stage for tonight and I'll give you the scoring criteria. So we're going to do a two point scale. We're going to keep it simple. And if your prediction is correct and it's unanimous amongst the group or there's evidence to prove it, then you're going to get two points. And if you were on the right path, we think it's right. But as a group, we're not unanimous or there's no proof to back it up. You're going to get a single point. And if it was just wrong, no points for that. And in the pre-show banter, we had a discussion that <laughs> we were going to take a point away if it was just dumb. <laughs> what do you guys think?
3: <laughs> I think I'll get some points for that one.
0: <laughs> or maybe we should give it to the other person. Like whoever calls it out, maybe we give that person a point. Something like that. I don't know. We'll just skip it. We'll see. We'll see if any of them comes up where we're like, "Yeah, that was just dumb." Maybe we'll we'll do something. All right. (laughs) So we have three, and some of us had more than three predictions, and we'll we'll have some conversation around these. We're not just going to burn down through the list. We'll we'll talk about it a bit, and we had three members from the. Three members of the Riders of Loud Pipes, if I can spit that out, also participated last year, and we have two again for this year. Who wants to go first? Anyone itching to go first? Why and, don't you go, Rich? And, uh, I don't want to go first because I don't think I have any points. <laughs> Come on. it will be easy then. It'll be easy for you. Yeah, it'll, it'll be easy. quick and painless. Quick
1: painless, and let's get it over with.
0: Like ripping off a Band-Aid. So,
1: so, so here we go. Rico, you ready? This is going to...
3: This is gonna hurt. <laughs> all
1: right, we're gonna go with Rich. Mm-hmm. Rico gets a bike on slash off road over two hundred fifty CCs. Eh.
0: And
3: nah, didn't happen.
0: That's gonna be a goose egg. All right. Big fat zero. <clears throat> all
3: well, right.
0: Well, let's ask. Did you shop at all? I, well, wait. A I know you shopped, but how? Yeah. How close did you get? Did he did get within a smell or or what? Oh,
3: well, you know, I I. I did get the opportunity to kick my legs over a couple of them. I went to the Yamaha dealership here and uh, kicked my leg over two of the sport touring bikes that they had. Can't remember uh, which one it was, though. Dang. It's been a minute. But um, I did sit on the the CS again, Mm -hmm. just for giggles. See, And those were the only two I really actually... We're looking at because the dealerships are fairly close, and I could get on them. They do have Suzuki and Honda here, but they're in the lower CCs, and I didn't want to go any lower
0: than two hundred and fifty. Got it. Okay, so yeah, so a little, a little searching, but not close enough. Not even going to get a not, half point.
3: No, you know, I think it came down to just priorities. Should I get a bike now or wait or, you know, so I was and the wife had um, some input on that as well. So I just kind of held off.
0: input. He says,
3: I like that. That's a nice way of putting it, right?
0: Yeah. My wife has a lot of input in what I do. That's great. It's fantastic.
3: And I have to take that into consideration. Sometimes it's heavier than mine, but you know, whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. My second prediction. Indian does some type of water cooling for the touring bikes. Huh?
3: Womp, womp. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Nothing. Nothing.
0: Still Zero. Still not roasters.
3: I think they're happy with that motor.
0: I guess. I mean, I like you said, you got used to it, and I guess it's not a problem. They keep selling the heck out of them, so.
3: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're uh You know, if I haven't found any news that helps support that the fact that they're actually looking into cooling that, that rear cylinder off a little bit or finding some way to distribute that heat a little better. So I'm I'm curious to see if anything like that will come out as a news in a news cycle um, as far as something that they're, they're doing to upgrade their bike, maybe in 19, you know, who knows? We'll
0: see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have the oil cooler that's already there. Yep. But, you know, that's not that's certainly not like a fully water cooled engine. So and even what Harley's doing is not a fully water cooled engine. It's just oil and, and water cooled heads and some other parts of the engine, but it's not it's not a fully jacketed, water cooled bike. So I just figured they would sort of follow in Harley's lead and say, Oh, okay, well, if they can put their twin cooling system on the bikes and people continue to buy them, there's not a huge backlash. I just figured Indian would say, all right, well, we'll do that too. And we'll solve the same problem.
3: Well, they do have those aftermarket uh, oil coolers that you can buy Mm -hmm. to kind of reduce it another 10% or something like that. But I don't know how, how big a deal that, that is 10% on that, on that real cylinder. I don't know. You know, I'll have to install it, I guess. To be sure, but unless somebody wants to sponsor something like that, I'm not gonna do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Call up love jugs you can get some of those beautiful looking fans on the side of it.
3: yeah, you know what uh, one of our listeners did mention that they had those love jugs on their bike and really enjoy them, and you know that is still a possibility for me. I have mm-hmm. not totally crossed that off the list of something to add to the bike, so I just have to get back to my bike. Yeah. And get to love jugs and, you know, see how that works out. But that, that is still on the, on the to-do list.
0: Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say it in a, in a demeaning way that the newer ones that are smaller, I think look really cool. The old ones were not bad, but that was a bit much for me. All right. One, yeah. w- one more and then I'm going to stop taking the beating.
3: It should be some kind of sound effect.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, "It's got to be something we can put in there." Some, some Bruce Lee, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you remember the old Mortal Kombat game? You know, like yeah. finish A-do-ga- him, you <laughs> can something like that. All right, I predicted so wisely that the conflict between aftermarket modifications and bike warranties around the exhaust would come to a head. Full boil, pitchforks, people in the streets, rioting, looting, nothing. Not a... I didn't even hear any more news about it <laughs> after we first started talking about the the fine to Harley, the EPA fine, and subsequently it was reduced. But I've heard nothing. I've kind of scoured the internet in the last few days looking for evidence. I was like, well, no points there.
3: Well, Trump did just took out the whole EPA. <laughs> So maybe that has something to do with it.
0: Well, but it's a little, little late for that. And it takes a long time to go into effect. So
3: I guess that's why we haven't heard anything.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm done taking the beating. I scored. Let's see. Let's add it up with the first, second and third one. I ended up with no points. <laughs>
3: oh, look at you. The carrier 18 to be better. The carrier of the goose egg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we were scoring us like golf, right?
3: Oh, the lowest the lowest score wins. Yeah.
0: Not. Isn't that what we're doing? Oh, darn. Okay. No, not, no, not this one.
3: All
0: right, let's beat up on John a little bit. John says Rico will get a bike. Dot dot dot. ADV class.
3: Didn't didn't happen.
0: <clears throat> Another swing and a miss.
3: Maybe he was. He should have put preface that with uh, thinking about getting a
0: bike. (laughs) Think long and hard about getting an bike. Yeah. Uh, I think we beat that one to death. So let's move on to the next one. This one hurt. Yeah, this one's. This was way. This I'm going to almost say this one was dumb. Harley wins the American Flat Track Championship. (laughs) Ooh. Well, we do have a sound effect for that. Oh,
2: okay.
3: <laughs> all, right, all, right, all
0: right,
3: Or maybe you know what? Never mind. I just got a little puke
0: in my mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> no dice. And not only did they not win, but Indian mopped the floor with pretty much everyone else. Wow. All
3: right. So, so I think I he zero. meant
1: to say Indian. All
0: right. So I got I got zero. What are you thinking for eighteen? Are they going to turn it around? We're not going to talk about that. Let's go on. Oh.
3: Yeah, he's just hurt. Wow. Just flat out.
0: Flat hurt. He already let him down. He beat me just, up on that. <laughs> All right. John says, Indian releases a new bike model. They did. They released That's a few, true. didn't they?
1: Yep. They did.
0: What was the new model, since you're so confident?
1: Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they released that dirt track racer model.
0: The dirt track racer that was a prototype. No, I thought the they FTR twelve hundred.
1: I thought they were. Yeah, that's that
0: what you talked fight. about. Well, no, you can buy the race version for fifty grand or whatever it was. Oh, see, there's a model you can buy that. They did have a new Springfield Dark Horse, I think. Yep, and they the Scout they re- Bobber. Yep. So, there were several. Uh, and they I'll raise modified my hand the roadmaster. I'm giving you 2 points for that one. I'll I'll raise my hand. There you go. Yep. All right, John. Yeah, I give myself 2 points. Oh, dang. Now I'm at least second. All right. <laughs> I'm still in second. <laughs>
1: now, now, here we go. We got my next my next one more vintage style looking bikes and they did
0: Okay, who? Which ones?
3: The Scout bobber.
0: That was it. You're gonna hang your hat on one bike.
3: Hey, that's all he needs.
0: He said all plural. He, he said bikes. He <laughs> said Jesus. Jesus. Did Do I gotta
1: good. go look? Do I gotta go look now?
0: Well, we, we could the, say yeah, one, one right. of the Harley Softails could be considered vintage. Mm, no, maybe not. When did the Triumph Bonneville Bobber come out? Was that in seventeen or was that before? Before, so can't do that. That was before that. We didn't ride it until September.
1: Well, somebody didn't get out there and ride did it. Did it come out that long ago? Yeah.
0: What I else? Released in seventeen. Well, there were other retro bikes: Kawasaki Z nine hundred, well the RS specifically. There were, Yamaha did another retro theme. On the uh, which one was it? I'd have to look it up. The XSR was the XSR 900, but they did another one that was even more.
1: They got the 700, they got the SCR 950,
0: and those were released this year. Pretty sure,
1: yeah. They got the SR 400, which is going to be released in 18.
0: I don't know. I want to say they did that. There were more than just the Scout Bobber, but. I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but I'm inclined to give you, give you a point. Maybe two. I could be talked into two. I think it should be two. I think it deserves two. Hogan's just going right for the deuce. Right. Okay. Two
1: it is. So, so that gives me zero, zero, two, two. So that's four.
0: Hot diggity dang. That gives you four more than me. Not too bad, John.
1: Oh, thanks, Rich. You gave me six. Thanks, buddy.
0: Oh, I typed it wrong. <laughs> 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 oh boy. So the score after two rounds is John four, Rich zero. I'm still in second. And if we just end the show right now, I'll be second.
3: Yep. You, you're right. I I don't, I don't. I don't think that was going to work out.
0: Just shut it down. For more information, loudpipes.net/slash-one-one-one. Oh. <laughs> no.
1: All right, so let's let's get into like Rico's predictions.
0: Yeah, you want to read it, right. Johnny John?
1: Yeah, I'll go for it. Rich doesn't start a project bike,
2: hmm. so
1: I kind of think that Rich gets a point because he has started on one.
0: Yeah the the R six project is really becoming a project, but that's not what I had in mind.
1: I know that's not what you had in mind, but I'm giving you a point because it's not fully correct, but I'm not giving Rico full two points, but. Know,
3: right. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think so. Cause I think we've clarified that, that he's actually got to start a project bike. You know, he's got to like start a project. I mean, the, yeah. In, in, got the, a
0: bike. in the spirit of the conversation, when we talked about a project bike, it was more of a build so the the r6 is definitely becoming a project but it's not it didn't start that way yeah it wasn't like i said oh this is my platform and i'm going to customize it it's basically maintenance it's just taping taking me deeper and deeper mainly out of curiosity there isn't anything wrong with it other than one fork seal but it's really just curiosity getting to know the bike maintenance items things like that it's not
1: Okay, all right. I was going to give you a point there, Rico. So I guess you guys, you're going to get zero, Rico.
0: No, no, no. He's going to get I'd two. Get,
3: do two points.
0: He's going to get two because if you if you take it oh,
1: if you take okay, it as okay.
0: the spirit of what I was trying oh, to do as a okay. project bike, that's not it.
1: Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. So all right.
0: All two right. points. Good thing we talked about it because at the start of the show, Rico, I was going to give you zero.
3: <laughs>
0: I was going to say no way. I've been working on this thing for months.
3: <laughs> all
1: right now, now now we'll go for the next one
0: Bryce gets a new bike before rich does now wait a minute mm-hmm. Be- before you talk about this I just want to say this is like rubbing the salt in the wound and kicking a man while he's down is really what this uh-huh. prediction was <laughs> so you should get minus just for spite
2: damn
0: it <laughs> oh did
3: right. Did, did did Bryce get a bike for Christmas?
0: No. Oh,
1: okay. Dang. Mm-mm. So, so, no points. No points there.
3: Not even a smell. Yeah, we had to wait because we didn't know if he was going to get anything for Christmas bike wise. So, I had to put it out there.
0: Yeah. All right. He just rode the mini bike today for the first time in weeks. Nice. He felt left out. I had to. Put the R six outside, and I was warming it up. And he's like, "I haven't started the mini bike in a long time either. It needs to warm up." It's I was like, like, "Shut up! It's a lawnmower engine,
3: <laughs> right?" <laughs> <laughs> but you started up and put it next to the R six.
0: Nah, no, he <clears> rode <throat> it around the yard. Oh, that some bitch! Okay, <laughs> you shouldn't let that.
1: She said, "Okay, you can warm it up. sit, sit over there. You can warm up."
0: But you know what? He was a really good helper today. I I won't dive into it too much, but as I was thinking about putting the bikes back together, or putting the forks back together, I wanted to go back in and take another measurement. So he held the forks while I screwed the cap off, you know, pulled the rod up a little bit, and just, just took the cap off the damper rod so I could measure that nut. And then put it back together. So he he helped me with that. And a couple of other things. We put a charger on the Deuce battery and things like that. And I'm sorry, not a charger. A a tester to see what the voltage was and things like that. So he was a good helper today, so I let him ride. Awesome. Well, that's cool. Yep.
2: Lots of good good reps.
0: Yeah, I think so. (laughs) All right, John. Next one.
1: All right. There will be no new... Bobber style bikes from manufacturers
2: Ooh.
0: that hurt. <laughs> yeah. And, and your, and your, your breed kicked, I kicked one out.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Sorry to Rico.
0: Yeah. Who knew
3: it's going to become a thing.
0: A thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Oops. And speaking of the scout Bobber, you still don't like it? No. So don't like it. I right. don't like it. Have you seen it in person? Set on it?
3: Not in person. I still don't like it. Alright. But uh, we'll see. But I still won't like it.
0: Just curious.
3: Now they should've t- did like uh, uh they should have took like a dark horse and turned into a scout. Something like
2: that. Mm-hmm.
3: Or something with that uh 111 in it that would have been pretty sweet to see but since they put put that scout
0: nah, eh, 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 wait eh. you want the 111 in the scout
3: is that what you're saying yeah why not
0: oh jeez yeah. i know it'd be a rocket no isn't it already faster with 1200
3: yeah, but you know that motor. I I just like the one eleven motor.
0: It doesn't. You know, a, it doesn't make the torque, but I think it makes as much or not more horsepower. Yeah, it does, but it's
3: not the motor. You know, I like that motor on the. Uh, if you're gonna do a barber, do it on the motor because mm-hmm. the motor is the crown jewel of
0: the bikes. Really. So that chopper.
3: It, yeah.
0: I was going to say that chopper we looked at that Roland Sands did with the Thunderstroke engine in it.
3: Yeah.
0: They should have, they should have made that a bobber.
3: Yeah.
0: Boom. Done. Yeah. Kicked it out the door. Birth another one.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: All right. I smell two more points coming before we're done. Two more. No. HD puts the Mill 8 in all bikes except the Sportster in the street. That's done.
3: I think that's done, dude. That's one I've been waiting for.
0: That happened. Everything else, the Softail and the diners got merged together into one line, and they got the Mill 8. The only thing left is Sports and Street. What got left out?
3: Okay. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> I called it, and everybody was like, nah, that won't happen. Blah, 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 blah.
0: No, that's not true. We didn't say it wouldn't happen.
3: I think some of our 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 slackers, they were
0: like, nah, that won't happen. Well, two of them predicted I I the same them. thing. But I was thinking it would be soft That was crazy. I was thinking it would be tail and Dyna. I wasn't thinking that they would have, well, I don't think anyone could foresee that they were going to merge the two lines together. Yeah. I think that's the only reason the Dyna even got the Mill 8. Otherwise, it may have just died. Right. <laughs> Yes, you know, what I mean? true. so true. <laughs> yep, but I
3: think you know they did. They they made a good decision. That's that, I think I, I still have yet to ride it, but I'm sure you can probably contest to it. It's
0: a good motor. The, the Milwaukee Eight certainly is. I need to get out and ride the Softail, though. Maybe I'll get on that next week. See if I can find a time and get over there and ride one.
3: That's something I'm gonna be doing hard when I get back. Checking out bikes. Checking out bikes.
0: Cool. Well, hopefully riding yours. <laughs>
3: uh, definitely.
0: All right. I've got my hand up. Two points for this one.
3: Yeah. I think I get two two more points. Yep.
0: Wow. So that means we have a tie. Me and John? Mm-hmm. Where's Rich? Uh, I ended up being <clears throat> somewhere. Oh, okay. Third. <laughs> Hey, I'm on the podium. What more can you say?
3: It's right. Out of three. Wait the wait, the of the riders of Loud Pipes have to have their turn too.
0: Yeah, let let's add these into the mix. We don't they don't all have three, but let's go through the, the lineup before we talk about twenty eighteen. So um, Mark A was the first one on deck last year, and while he's not in the clubhouse any longer, we still want to share the predictions. The first one he had was Indian will continue expanding its parts and accessories lineup. I'm pretty sure that happened. I don't I don't have any evidence handy, but I'm pretty sure that happened. That they they released a bunch of new different parts and accessories. They've got the new what is it one sixteen kit for the Thunderstroke. Is that what or is it one twenty six? I don't know what it is, but it's a big upgrade. It's-
3: it's huge. Let me let me actually go look at that. Go ahead. Carry
0: on. Um, his second one was right in line with you. HD twenty eighteen will expand the one hundred and seven to the Softail and the Dyna, Dyna lines. We talked about that. And his third one was HD. HD will start to scare away customers if they start to restrict warranty claims on non OEM parts. And I've, I've got no evidence to back that up one way or the other. But if anyone else does out there, let us know. Um, our feedback page or feedback at rwstudios.com and let us know if you're hearing any, you know, any problems with people not getting warranties, if they've swapped out parts. Did you find it, Hogan? 116?
3: 116. Yep. They got the 116 cubic inch... Big bore kit delivers fifteen percent more torque and twenty percent more horsepower than the stock.
0: Ooh
2: wee!
0: I think we should reach out to uh, Lloyd and see what's up. What's see, up? What's up? See if he has got better than that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Kits and whatnot. Yeah, that's a follow up we got to do. We got to we need to get back with him and see what he's doing with Indian. Now that it's been a right. year since victory.
3: Yeah. I would like to hear what the, what the new developments he's
0: uh,
3: or new endeavors he's uh, starting to tackle.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on down to Micah. Unless you had something there, John. Nope. I'm all set. Okay. Micah is also in the, or is still in the writers of loud pipes group. And he said the line between ADV slash upright sport touring will continue to blur. Agree with that? Anybody? I do.
3: I do. And I think we'll see more of the, the, the sport touring bikes become more prevalent in 2018 because I'm just seeing just more and more of these bikes come out where they're they're going after that market. And uh, I think it's all good of of uh, brands across the board. They're all yeah. doing these sport touring bikes.
0: Well, and now that that Kawasaki has the H2, what is it? The H2 SE? PX, e- S- X. E- SX. Not sure what the I don't remember what the letters are, but basically the H two with bags in a more upright position and a reworked engine for more rideability. You know, that almost seems like a not just a sport Tour, that's like a super sport tour.
1: It's the right?
0: SX S E. Oh, okay, so it's the S X and then there's the S E trim. Got it.
3: Oh, don't forget about that Modaguzi uh Jim, that V eighty five concept they had out there with all the different colors the red, the yellow, and the white, the black. Remember that bad boy?
0: Mm-hmm. Who's Jim?
3: Jim. Jim. Like a Jim.
2: Okay. Sure. I'm with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Jim.
3: J E E. J E M Jim.
0: Oh, a Jim. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's a Jim.
3: <laughs> you are you making fun of my accent?
0: No, I, <laughs> I was just thinking something completely different. Like, like, like you were talking to somebody named Jim. Like, oh, I don't know, I just <laughs> <laughs> my accent. <laughs> Or I thought maybe you were calling one of us Jim. And I'm like, Jim, <laughs> so this is Rich. John and Rich. Meet John. <laughs> Who's Jim? All right. Put down the sauce. Yeah, this pale ale is good. <laughs> mm. All right. So I think that happened. And it goes along with his second prediction, which is more new mini ADV bikes like the GS310. Or sorry, G310GS or the V-Strom 300X. And we definitely saw more of the smaller adventure bikes come out. So that would be four points for Micah. It would be four for Micah and also four for Mark if we were scoring along with us. Wow,
3: it looks like you got kicked off that podium.
0: I think that that's kind of like a multi-way tie for the lead. So it's a four-way race so far for the lead, which technically makes me in second place. <laughs> right? If you think about it, if it's a four-way tie for first, I'm in second. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Trying to look at the bright side here. <laughs> I guess so. You're doing a great job. It's awfully dark in here, so I don't know what I can do. Uh, and Brother Zion, falling in line with the Harley prediction, 2018 will expand to the soft tail and dining lines, bingo, bingo, winner, winner, chicken dinner. That definitely happens. Anything else on twenty seventeen? Any other big surprises that you guys wanted to ch- chat about? Big surprises. I know for me that that Kawasaki H2 we were just talking about was pretty damn cool, and the fact that it starts less than twenty grand. That's pretty nice. A Sport Touring H2?
2: Yeah.
3: For 2017, there was a lot of bikes. And I think this is going to kind of go into my 2018 predictions. And so I'm going to hold it off for talking about that because I want to talk about it then. So that should be coming up here in a second, right?
0: You bet. Now I got to reopen my text pad after the computer crashed earlier. Now I don't have it. <laughs> he
1: doesn't remember what he got for 2018.
0: I'm just taking notes. Settle down. All right. Let's see. Anything else? Any other surprises or big things you want to talk about from 17, John? No, I think I'm all set. Likewise. Okay. Well, I guess we will move it forward to 2018. And who's ready to go first? I know, John, you've got yours. You want to go first? Okay. I will go first. Since I'm still typing. I have my thoughts. I just don't have it formalized. All right. So so, so I'll start with the
1: my third prediction. And I'll work up to my first. How's that? I'll go backwards. All right. So Rich gets on the R6 on a track and falls in love doing with track days.
0: Oh, God. I hope you're right.
1: What do you think there, Hogan? think that's a good one?
3: Oh, that's a great one. I just want to see him stuff his fat ass inside some tight leathers.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody wants to see that. <laughs> nobody wants to see that, including the people trying to sell me the leathers.
3: That is going to be a sight to see. <laughs> All, right. So. All
1: right. All right. All right. want to go on a limb again. <laughs> My 2016 prediction. I Sorry, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, so
2: don't worry about it.
1: <sighs> Go ahead, John. I, I'm going back with a 2016 prediction that I said that another manufacturer will release
0: a turbo bike to match with the Kawasaki. Now, is it going to be turbo or supercharged? I think turbo. Okay. He's known the H2 is supercharged, right? If you want to split hairs. He's splitting mm. hairs, right? Oh, I'm splitting hairs, baby.
1: Mm. All right. How about we do this way? We'll say turbo slash supercharged.
0: How about just boost it? Whoa. Okay. You're insane. We'll Whoa. All right. Which could also then include, like, nitrous. Okay. <laughs> we'll go that one. <laughs> All right. And then my number one,
1: that I want to go for. Mm-hmm. Canon will announce a Sputter under 10K for 2019. What? They will release. They'll they'll release a model for 2019 of a Spider under 10K.
2: Hmm.
3: All right. I wonder. You know what? We got to look at Rich. The numbers as far as how they're selling. What, spiders, yeah, they're not.
1: How high. are they doing? I they're don't know not, if they would tell you though. They're not. They're not high numbers, and the reason I can tell you that is because I think um, looking at the stats, they released the bike in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and in twenty fifteen they sold their hundred thousand bike. So seven years to can sell a hundred thousand. Mm. So there isn't many being sold. And I think part of the problem is the price point.
3: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head there because if it was less attractive to buy that bike, uh, more people will buy them. Instead of just getting a smaller bike, let's say a woman. Not saying mm-hmm. that you're a woman, but let's say woman who women who wants to ride but don't want two wheels yet because they're not sure that's what they want, you know, will lean towards a KM KM, I would think, right? Yep. Or or a new rider like yourself, not really sure if they want two bikes, not wanting to hold the bike up. Or haven't found a bike that fits them, or they feel comfortable on. This will be that bridge to at least get you out there in riding. You know what I'm saying? So if if the pricing was lower, then I think they would attract more people than buying them. I think. Yeah, there is. Even though and they're the- great bike, even though they're great looking, you know, especially some of the tricked out ones. Yep. You know that. It's, 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 it still needs to be somewhere that can, you know, get people in, introduced to it and get them addicted to it and riding it and want to upgrade to the next level and to the next level, but they got to have that that drive to get people to come in and buy my thing. That's just my two cents, whatever that's worth.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those things of I know at the dealership. The sales manager talks about people coming in and they start talking to them about the spider and they go, How much is it? And they go, 30,000. And they're like,
3: Oh, you know, it's a big
2: chunk yeah,
3: of change. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a car. You know, that's a car payment. But
1: you need to, as well, when you start looking at a spider, especially the RT, and this is where i go with it, is that you need to compare apples to apples. Because now you, with the big RT, you're talking about, you know, um, a Gold Wing. You're talking about a Harley uh, Rogue Glide. You know, you're talking about a big bagger. Class is what that goes to. It's not an entry-level bike.
3: I would rather get a, a slingshot. <laughs> Ain't that what those was called? A sling, sling, sling?
0: Slingshot over what?
3: Over a Can-Am. If I was going to pay thirty grand for one, I might as well pay twenty four thousand
0: for, mm. four I, I but, would but the experience though like uh, mm, I don't know I don't know that I would I don't know that I would even want to want a slingshot I would just get a nice convertible All
1: right, too you might as well get a Miata yeah,
0: yeah. I, I guess I would just look to get something small and fun to drive that has four wheels and an open top I don't know. I just I get, never never been had the chance to drive one. So, no, oh, I just have. speaking it's off the top like, of my head, but I don't. It's
3: I don't it, it it is like riding a uh, driving a convertible. It's just you got that half windshield and all the air in your face. Yeah. it's all open. You know, you get the thrill of a car shifting the gears. You're sitting inside a car. You feel a little safer. But then you got that that third wheel. You have to remember. Oh, I got one wheel in the back. So that kind of gives you that whole i don't know that whole uh thing what i'm not in a car i'm kind of in a motorcycle it's kind of three wheels so i'm I, i'm kind of cool <laughs> you know because this is something totally different cuz i only have three wheels and i'm riding down the street with the top down and my in my the wind in my face and blah 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 but at the end of the day 30 grand i will i will i will put my money on the slingshot no, that's thirty grand, top of the line. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's the middle of the road sling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe ride one, drive one. Let me not say ride, drive one. I guess just leave it at that, right?
3: Thirty grand for three wheels.
0: Would you do it? No, because there's a lot of yeah. other convertibles especially if you want to talk used ones that i you could get and then it's it's an all-weather vehicle are you gonna how much are you gonna take your slingshot out in the rain true doesn't have a top you do now you gotta have a you rain suit to get inside your car but
3: you can't get a tops for them <laughs> can you there yep you can <clears throat> and you know you can drive those in the rain so you really don't have to worry about that you know Mm-hmm. When a convertible, I think insurance will be a little higher, I think, because it's a convertible because of the cloth top versus, you know, that's a good, that's a good point. We don't, we don't know that, mm-hmm. you know, what's the, what's the difference in insurance right. for these guy versus a convertible? Is it worth it?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Me personally?
3: Not a, not a we de- convertible depressed, uh, depressed John here. Let's move on.
0: Well, I like his prediction. I think that's if they're looking to move more units. I think that's a smart move. Having something yeah. that's under the under that 10k range. That's yep. what you need to do. It's yeah, you want to move them because they don't have they don't have an entry point. Like they have nothing to to give you a taste without going all in and spending big money. Unless you're looking used, I guess. Yeah. That's my only and th-
1: thing. And that's the thing. And the re- and, then, and you know, you really get down to it. The resale market on a spider is high too. I mean, they're not, the resale value is high. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're still going to go into the,
3: you know, eight to 10,000 for a used one. And I don't know if I can see John on anything else other than a spider.
0: Yeah, it was kind of, we'll get to one of the it predictions kind of, here it, in a minute, it, but yeah.
3: It kind of fits him, you know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. It does, and I enjoy it. That's his thing. Even uh, if it's an yeah. F3 or a Touring, it's... Yeah, yeah, It's
3: uh, that's a good bike for John. Mm-hmm,
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. Okay, so so Rich, you ready to go, my friend?
0: Unless Rico wants to go first. I've got my three, oh, I got my three, but... <laughs>
3: Okay, so uh, 2018, I think we're going to see more um, of the cafe racers and the naked bikes. So I guess that's two, or we can conclude both. Oh, uh, well, let's make it two. So we'll see more cafe racers, retro cafe racers, and we'll see more naked bikes, and we'll see a surge uh, to to our talk, uh, talking points a little bit ago of the sport touring bikes. I think there will be a, a bigger surge. In that market, uh, we'll see more people and more advertising uh, and more units being sold of that particular style of bike. And I think also that there will be more people getting into the Scrambler um, mix as well because I see the Scrambler thing just you know crossing the different barriers for the different makes like uh, Norton. I think Norton's gonna come out with one pretty soon so I predict that's gonna that's gonna happen uh, we'll see more new new companies from India starting to do more of the cafe style uh, bikes as well and like I said um, we'll start to see a, a, a bigger influx of that hitting the hopefully hitting the states and not to stand over in Europe and India but actually coming here so we can uh, kick a leg over them so let's see what else I think. Um,
0: but wait, do you, the, do you want to narrow that down a little bit? Cause you, you've got a mouthful in one item, right? <laughs> Cause you're going to have to then prove that there were new cafe racer styles naked bike, sport touring. Like you are, you have a lot riding on a couple of points there.
3: Right. And I think, uh, across <laughs> the, I I think that, you know, it's so, I think it's, it's it's gonna be such a big thing that everybody's gonna it's gonna have to have this arsenal this bike in their arsenal uh in order to keep up with all the other uh, bikes. And you know those loyal those loyal people who who say true to their their make that they're love, that they love, if they want a a naked bike or scout or a, a scrambler, you know, they're gonna want to see that from their their beloved brand. And I think we're going to see more of those bikes in the market coming for those people that are true to the brand.
0: Yeah, I get that. I'm more on board with that part.
3: So I think it'll just be across the board again. So we'll see more naked bikes, more scramblers, and more cafe racers across you know all the different brands here in the states as well. Not not only here, but in India, Broad, and Europe, yeah. Mm-hmm. worldwide worldwide
0: well that's a mouthful for one number two der- well that was der- two der- Ca-
3: cafe <laughs> cafe <laughs> yeah cafe and that that's what i was like i said i'd make it two cafe and scrambler you know i, I don't know let's, i think let's make that two so I'll, I'll, I'll
0: you want to put three. sport touring and scramblers together
3: yeah let's do that yep
0: all right, I'll cut this. Move it down here. Although it didn't work, attempt attempt number two. <laughs> um, <clears throat> synergy doesn't work well on the Mac. Oh well, I'll just retype it. Yep. So the naked bike.
3: All and right. I think we'll see. Yeah, I think we'll we'll see an uh, influx of new, uh, new. Um, makes uh, or manufacturers coming on the scene in 2018. So with their style bikes. So whether it be, again, the cafe or the the scrambler style bikes, I think we'll see more of that uh, redesigning, that new interpretation of what a scout should look like from new manufacturers.
0: Hmm. I don't know how to word that one. I just said it. <laughs> I'll pull it out of the recording. So, so,
3: so, so, so uh, you know, smaller companies or smaller manufacturers coming out with their version of, uh, uh, you know, either Naked or Scramblers or Cafe Racers.
0: So are you thinking these are brand new companies that'll start or just that smaller brands uh, will think, do the same?
3: Yeah, I think that smaller manufacturers that we haven't heard of are going to come on the scene.
0: Okay. And um, you know, you know, we'll see. Maybe, I just think maybe some of the I electric just, companies will get into that game. Yeah, I
3: think uh, I think that it's it's, to, it's totally possible. You know, I, like we saw in some of the the the, the in some of the um, the aim expos, like the 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 Honda Neo. You know that that whole thing coming mm-hmm. out with a cafe style bike. Uh, so we'll see. You know, I think there's gonna be a an influx of different style bikes. You know, it's gonna compete with some of the big dogs that are out there. The companies out that like I said, they're they're coming out with their own interpretation of these these types of bikes. We get we have a we have a a huge custom bike uh, presence here in the States. So that's gonna in turn, you know, you know, push those brands to go any fur go any fur go even further in producing a mass production of the, their custom bikes or, or whatever. So I just see more and more as we get more involved with shade tree and cat you know, the custom bills and, and all that, we're gonna see an influx of people. we've had a couple of these guys on our show to come out and start, you know,
0: yeah.
3: getting sponsorship and the money, the the backing to help them go to the next step. I just, just yeah. see that, you know, this is something you know, it's going to spark uh, that that uh, entrepreneurship in a lot of the the custom builders that are out
2: there now.
0: Yeah, I thought it was neat to hear Justin Webster talk about him wanting to do a triumph, like a a modern triumph, not a not an older one. Just take him on the modern classics and seeing what he can do with it. That uh, that's going to be neat.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you're thinking things like that, but somebody who's already manufacturing bikes though not just custom but someone who's making right. them on a small scale
3: making them on a small scale yep
0: maybe like arch someone like that mm-hmm.
3: or howard
0: howard is that what used to be confederate is that what they call it now
2: uh i don't know could no, be
0: that's something else what they were before yeah oh no it's a curtis or something like that
2: hmm
3: and uh what was that, three, so four, and I think um the electric bikes are gotta start stepping up because um we haven't heard anything from the live wire. Zero, they're still doing their thing, but that range anxiety is still a a factor for them. So that's why they're having they're just a small blip on the radar. So I think they need to do more.
0: Yeah, we um, keep we keep waiting for that to make the turn. Even with automobiles, we keep waiting for you know, because everyone's crowing about it. You know, certainly if you if you're into any technology at all, that's all you hear about. But just still not really seeing it. It's like when when is that going to turn the corner? And it's like, ah, okay, it's here. You know, electric bikes, cars, all that. It's it's definitely here, and and maybe it is. Maybe we're just missing it. Maybe we're outside the circles. I don't know, but certainly riding around. I still don't see them. I still don't see any electric bikes, right? Even when I'm in the car, you know, like the bikes I do see, they're not electric, right? So
3: two more for me, and yeah, I think I'm done. So um, I think Kawasaki uh,
0: should. Oh, sorry. So uh, what? what do you, what's the prediction on electrics? Just more,
2: yeah. More growth. I think, this is uh, the standout more, year. More, what's the more measure?
3: Growth more growth and more um, range extension.
0: See, uh, Rico these. never had to write corporate goals. I can see because <laughs> you all, you have the goal and then you always have to have a measure. It's like, what are you going right. to measure it with? <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I guess, I guess we'll have to look at, you know, this is what we have to do. And uh, we'll have to go back and look at 2016 or 17 to see where they're at now, as far as range to see what they're going to do for the 18, so whatever that growth is as far as the range, you know, across their different models, h- how much range increase have gone, whether it be five, ten, fifteen, twenty percent more power or more range out of these bikes, that's 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 gonna be growth in the in the whole battery spectrum of these electric bikes.
0: Right? Well, that's the thing. It's like what what Look, is it gonna So the take marker so the, the marker corner. Yeah, so the marker is gonna be
3: I guess we can say 2017 and in, in 2018, which should be out now. I think we could probably look at some of these numbers now. Were there any major range increases mm-hmm. or should we wait till October of next year to see if the 2019 is going to have an even more range? So maybe that's maybe that's what yeah. we should look at.
0: And that's what it'll be because the new bikes for zero, they, they did just that. They improved the range and they shortened the charge time.
3: Mm hmm. So, okay, so let's look at 2019. Yeah, so, so be the bikes be, that come out be... in the fall.
0: Yep.
3: Right, yep, yep.
0: Okay. I'm with you, brother. So, I just don't know
3: so see, where it's going to turn. I've had to do some of that, some of that.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> You've what?
3: But, you know, I'm just saying I had to do some of that, some of that. Yep. <laughs> Prediction. Uh, the next one was uh, Kawasaki. You know how they had that green, that green bike, retro green with the,
0: the Z900. Right. Something yeah, other. yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. I think Kyle Sachs are going to start bringing back more of their retro bikes. I think they're going to do more of that.
0: More retro for Cowie. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Cool. Last. Is that it? Uh, One more. John, you want to add some <laughs> while we're at it?
3: Yeah, because yeah, cause why not? Because I'm trying to get more points for next year.
0: Oh, geez. All right. I'm going to throw right, everything at the wall then.
3: Right. Might as well. Um, So I predict a electric cruiser coming out market.
2: All right.
0: There's already one. Remember I sent it to you.
3: Oh, is there? I was perfect. See, I already got two points there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not that one. I'm not going to give you credit for that one. Oh, all right. (laughs) Another one. Maybe from a a major manufacturer?
3: No, because yeah, maybe, yeah, it's possible, it. but I, I don't, see- I don't see that happening. Yeah, but I don't you know, see it happening. It's got to be, a, it's got to be a new company that's going to do something like
0: that. I'll put the link in the show notes. There you go. <laughs> awesome. More? You want to stack it up? Uh, John, you got to throw a few more on the list. Yeah.
1: I was only doing three. I thought that was the limit.
0: There was a limit? Not really.
1: Well, you had three bullets, so that's all I did. You
0: can do as many as you want. The scoring is open. You can think about it while I'm talking. Maybe you'll add some more. Seventh? Or you want to wait? Want to come back after me?
3: We'll let that stew a little bit. Go ahead, Rich.
0: All right. All right, let me throw a few on the wall here and see if they stick. (laughs) And after I wrote this one, I almost want to change my mind. Let me give you my thought pattern, and then I'll I'll develop the idea. So my first thought was that the pace of new bikes that we see, new models and even versions, would slow from what it was. And I even wrote down a measure of 20% or more off of 2017 because it just seemed like we had a slew of bikes this year that were released at Aim and Ikma and it just seems like the, the amount of sheer amount of bikes that were launched this year was unreal and I didn't just didn't seem like that pace could continue so I originally thought it would slow but then I thought a little bit about the market being soft and manufacturers just trying to do anything they can to sell bikes and get people in the door that we might actually see more new models going forward as they take you, you look at what Yamaha's done with their platform you know the fz fj xsr do i have that right john xsr 900 that whole line taking a platform making three different bikes and just continuing to make versions of that kawasaki with the z900 that we saw the rs and the Retro Cafe model based off of the base Z900. So things like that, I think I think we're going to see more bikes like that taking a platform, revising them a little bit, making it its own model. But I still think the, the pace is going to slow overall. So that's a mouthful, but that's my first one. <laughs> Speechless, Hogan? I got you on that.
3: Yeah, I I am. Yeah, it's like wow. I'm trying to process all that. Still, okay.
0: Well, just think about what we went through with the IMA show. How many new bikes there were? Can that continue year over year? That seems like something the industry will not sustain. Just at at a high level. Yeah. All
3: right. Yeah, I, you know what? It's it's gonna it's gonna be tough. It's gonna it's gonna determine how the economy goes this in 2018. Mm-hmm. You know, because we just had all the the tax cuts for the corporations. So it's gonna I'm gonna it's gonna be cur- curious to see, you know, what these uh, manufacturers are doing this year, if anything, uh, to 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 sell these
0: bikes. Yeah, I, th- I think you're you're right. The the corporate tax rate has been lowered, and the whole new, a whole new tax plan has been rolled out. So we don't even know what that's going to look like going into next year or so and, yeah, and how that could happen.
3: Because this is a leisure market. You know, a lot of people, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, unless you have the extra cash, you know, stashed away to be able to purchase a bike, there's something that for a lot of people isn't realistic right now. And
0: uh, so. And even if you want a bike, the opportunity to to finance may get harder and harder as if interest rates go up, they have crept up a little bit. Yeah. So if yeah. interest rates continue to go up, it'll be harder to get financing, even for the people that want to buy. Right. I'm going to stick with that. Just, I'm going to leave it simply. The pace of new bikes will slow by 20% or more. Not uh, oh, at that.
3: And while I'm thinking about it, you know, going back, and I think we all know we need to splice this back or <laughs> leave it where it's at right now. But the lineup for Indians, because they had three models for 2018, the Scout Barber, the Roadmaster Elite, and the Springfield Dark Horse. Dark Horse. So those three, that's what it was, those three bikes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you got the points anyway, so.
3: Yeah, I just wanted, you know, just drive that. And
0: just want to rub it in a little bit?
3: Yeah. Just stab it in and twist. <laughs> I gotcha. <you>. <laughs> <bit. laughs>
0: twist the knife, pour a little peroxide in the wound. Yeah couple fistfuls of rock salt i got gotcha. you <laughs> sorry man all right my number two and and brother zion picked this as well but uh i had it on my list just not as detailed as his and i think in in the next year so between now and when we do this show again uh we'll hear hear of harley revamping the sports sports sportster line and Basically, what I mean is all-new bike, kind of like what they did with the Softail. New platform, maybe an engine, maybe a carryover, not sure, but I think the Sportster line gets a revamp, and I was going to call this bonus points, but I'll make this a whole second separate prediction, which is I don't think Harley can deny the ADV segment, and I think there'll be a bike in that class announced or released, and it may even be on that Sportster line. So. The simple prediction is some sort of bike that would be classified ADV. That's three. Wow. And since we're throwing everything against the wall and I'm a glutton for punishment, we get production details for the live (laughs) wire. Oh. Since I like carrying a goose egg around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I've got a... Go ahead. (laughs) No, I said, wow, okay. Well, think about it. They said that we would have the bike by 2020. So in August, they released the 2019 bikes. So they'll only have two more shots to announce it before the stated goal. Right. So it's either this August or next. And they said before 2020. Or by, they don't say that before or by 2020. I don't remember how they stated it, but I'm thinking we got to hear about it this August. S-
3: something, right?
0: We got to know either here's the details or hopefully here it is. All right. Come get Oh, it. you know what?
3: You, you know what? No, as I think, I'm just kind of thinking about to one of our listeners who, um, he was riding a scooter or something. And um, I just want to put a shout out there to say, you know, we haven't have really talked about the scooter segment at all. and I don't know if we should or not, but it's still something worth mention, mentioning because a lot of manufacturers are still making these Vespa and scooter type bikes out there. So, you know, whether we ride them or not, I, I still think they're worthy of some kind of recognition or some kind of conversation.
0: Well, it's, if you think about it, it's the ultimate gateway drug into motorcycles. I mean, how much more approachable do you get than something you just hop on as a small engine? You don't even need a license for a lot of these and away you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what better way to get people started?
3: Other than than the, the, the little scrambler, the smallest scrambler style bikes, you know, but even if 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 that's not your thing, you know the the scooter will be the next
0: best thing. Yeah, it's it's definitely a market that we shouldn't ignore. I don't know how much you want to bring it into the show, but maybe that's something we could look at going into next year to try and get more people riding. Maybe do our part for the industry, right?
3: Yeah, I think I think we need to talk about you know that 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 facet. You know, maybe do a couple shows on that facet of the industry that really. Doesn't get any, you know, kudos or any kind of recognition to talk about them because, for whatever reason, you know, I I think we just need to do a show on that scooter thing and who rides them, you know, and where are they, you know? Because when I'm riding, I do see them. They do wave, (laughs) you know. Whether I wave back on some occasions, yay or nay, but you know, they they are they're out there. I've seen them. You've seen them. Um. And they take up a lot of the road space, whether it be on women, especially here in, in CR. There's a lot of those Vespa-style yeah. uh, scooters that, that are, are being ridden every day.
0: Well, it's efficient and transportation. So if you're in a dense area, it makes, makes a ton of sense. I mean, if you're in a crowded city with tough parking, are you gonna, really going to take the Roadmaster? That's not exactly yeah. the ideal bike for that. Right. Right. I agree. You know, yeah, yeah. We should do so- something there. I just, I just don't know what.
3: Yeah. I think it should go, you know, like maybe the scooter to the two fifth to the one twenty five to two fifties or three hundreds or four hundreds. We should do a segment with those bikes and kind of talk about those bikes because they're, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. We, we just don't see them.
0: All right. TD pin it. We'll line them up, line them up, knock them down. That means you get to ride a couple, Hogan.
3: Uh, Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. All right, cool. Uh, My next one will be, I'm going to talk about the clubhouse a little bit. And we've quite a few talking about different bikes they like and they're looking at. So my clubhouse prediction is we're going to see three or more bikes purchased. So that's my my clubhouse ambition. Oh, hmm. really? Mm-hmm.
1: Clubhouse guys are going to purchase three bikes.
0: <laughs> what was that, John? Just with, within everyone in the clubhouse between now and this this show next year, we'll have heard of three at least three bikes that were purchased, new or used. Just that three bikes added to the stable. Right,
1: added. Or replaced?
0: Purchased. Purchased. A purchase is a purchase. I don't care what you do with it.
1: Okay, what about your current bike?
0: I don't care. A purchase is a purchase.
2: Okay. All
0: right. (laughs) Okay. If you put your current bike in a shredder, it doesn't matter. You still purchased a bike.
2: Okay. All right.
0: Okay, let's see. I'm going to put one far flung one out there. I had something for Hogan. You have another one, Hogan, and we'll come back to mine. Well, I got three more if I you have want a them. Funny one. John's got three more. Go ahead.
1: All right. John. So, helmet manufacturer is going to add a add head-up display in the helmet.
0: A major helmet maker, like like a name brand.
1: I don't say name brand, but a manufacturer is going to have a head-up heads-up display in the helmet.
2: Okay.
0: And you wrote okay. some more there. What else is on that?
1: And the units will hit the market and will turn riders into much safer. So
0: Safer, you say? All right. All right. Good luck proving it.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just take some of that. I don't know. Anyways, there well, we
0: go. Well, that'll be neat. I mean, if, if it's built into the helmet.
1: Hardly would introduce a new model.
0: Well, that's an easy one. Hey, there'll probably be five of them.
1: <laughs> Just saying. All right, all right. Now we're going to go back to my this year's, and I'm going to get my points. For, and this probably backfire me, but I say India is going to take the flat track championship.
2: <laughs> First, <Of course laughs> <you are. laughs>
0: That's awesome.
1: And it's uh, not going to be due to the bike; was due to the riders. <laughs>
0: Harley fans are loving you right now.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I'm swapping. Swapping teams.
0: Uh, well, you could argue the first this, this year was from the riders. They had, did have the top talent. Yep. In addition to the bike, but yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So There you go. That's funny.
1: There we go. Hey.
0: <sighs>
1: <laughs> Make you laugh for today.
0: That is a good one. Thank you. No problem. All right. Hogan, did you have one more?
3: Um,
0: Triumph
3: will Triumph come out with a new bobber this year? A new Eric bobber, a new bobber for 19.
1: Why would they come up with for the new end of
3: 2018? There? Yeah, well, they have one, but would they come out with a new one in 19?
0: Well, they just just announced the the performance version of the bobber. What is it? The Bobber Black Series? I think that's what it's called. Well, not that one. Look that up, John. But So the Bobber was, the Bonneville Bobber was last year, and then just recently they announced, I think it's called the Black Series, which is a more performance version of it. And they had a blacked out version too, if I'm not mistaken. So you think more, more of that?
3: Yeah, I think there would be more. Another Bobber model? another barber model
0: Interesting. interesting
1: yeah they came up with the they had the bonneville barber and then they had the bonneville barber black and they blacked it all out and they kind of i think upgraded some looks like they upgraded some of the specs.
3: okay so let's go one more let's uh so since they're doing that already, what about uh, Moto guzzi you think motor guzzi do something like that then
2: mm,
0: maybe they play off of uh what do they have? Well, there's the Roamer, and they do have a bo- one called the Bobber. Is that a V7 or a 9? I don't remember. I
3: think it's a V9.
0: last thing I looked. I wonder if that multicolored one will make it to production. Was that a production bike, or was that a prototype? Not a, that was a concept. I wonder if that'll make
2: production.
1: Yeah, the V9 Bobber, they already have one by Guzzi.
0: Oh, okay. Never
2: That's what I thought, yeah.
0: Yeah, you
3: was kind of raking my brains to see. I think we covered a lot of the manufacturers. Other ones we don't, we don't hear of much. Royal Enfield. Yeah, they've what got
0: a, they've got a new twin. They announced an all new twin this year. They've been known historically for singles, and they're trying to make a push into the U.S. as well. Mm, maybe we'll see Royal Enfield in flat track. That'd be interesting. It would be. <laughs> With that new twin, and take it right to the track. Mm-hmm. Why not? Well, let's see. Yamaha's already released, I guess, my future bike, but so I don't really have anything around that. I will not buy and be buying a new bike in 2018. I can predict that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be an easy two points. Yep. I also had on my list the track day. You know, that's more of a goal to make sure I get at least one track day in. Next year, which is getting closer. Yep. Getting closer. I seriously got to start looking at some gear before long. Mm hmm. As the bike is slowly coming back together. But yeah, I think that's it. I don't have any more predictions. I mean, I have some goals stuff, but we're not really doing that. Maybe that's something we can do next show. But I have some show goals, personal goals, things like that, that could be a topic. Yep. All right then. Cool. Wanna hit the clubhouse real quick and then we'll we'll flip it. Let's do it. All right, Clubhouse. The main slacker, aka Chris. (laughs) Says by the end of 2018, John will have a motorcycle in his garage as in two wheels. Wow. Er, I don't think so. I would like to see it, but I don't think so.
3: That would be a little awesome. But like I said. John looks good on a spider.
0: Mm -hmm. That's his ride. That is.
3: Unless he gets one of those. I can also see him on one of those. uh, Sport touring bikes though, too.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I see John on a a standard. He kind of leans toward the sport bike, but I don't think he wants to ride like that.
3: No, I think that that one you sat on the other day, you sent me a picture of the Kawasaki some another. What was that?
0: That I sat on? Yeah. Oh, that's the big concourse.
3: The concourse. That's it. Oh, you think you'll ride a concourse. No. Oh, no, 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 uh,
2: God, no. No. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Too scared. You scared. So the, the new CB 1100 X, is that what it's called? The cafe style kind of retro classic. Am I getting that right? I wonder if they make a 600 version of that. I can see John on that like a standard retro style CB, but, but a new bike, you know, it would have ABS and traction control and stuff like that. And, you know, more whiz bang dials and lights than he can shake a stick at.
3: No, I I see John all over that. I I see John on a big wheel.
0: A what? A big wheel? (laughs) A drifting (laughs) trike? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I just see John on something like that. I know he likes more of the vintage style in the two-wheel variety and he spends a lot of time with guys that ride sport bikes, guys and girls that ride sport bikes, so I think he has a little bit of taste for that, but I don't really think he wants to ride like that. Even though the RSS is a sporty model, it's not as aggressive as getting on like a Supersport. But I think a like a standard CB would be would be John. If he's not on the spider, I think it would be something like that. That's just me. All right. And he says, uh, slackers. Second one is <laughs> Rico is going to get a, a bundle of Groms <laughs> and invite the clubhouse down to CR. So we can film an episode of ride with Rico Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let's do it. Let's do it.
3: In the fall. How many people are coming
0: in the fall. In fall no it could be nineteen twenty
3: well you if you come in, you you want to come between December and March when it's not raining mm. in the mountains there's lots of twisties here, so I have to be late eighteen yeah, latest March
0: it's funny we're going into twenty eighteen, but in my mind, I'm thinking that we're going into nineteen. I don't know why. It's weird. Right. I, even, I even wrote it today on a piece of paper. I was writing down a date. I was like, oh, that's going to be in January, and I wrote 19. I was like, that's huh. that's odd. <laughs> right. Anyway. All right. Brother Zion has a couple, and he agrees with what I had. Uh, HD redesigns the Sportster platform, mainly a new power plant. And I agree with that. The Sportsters do. And I kind of feel with the Sportster the way I did with the Dyna. I think it's time to remake it or it's gone. It's very, very long in the tooth at this point. And sales-wise, I haven't looked at the sales numbers in a while, but it's not as high up as you think it is. All right, let's see. Zion also says, one of the big five, meaning Honda, Harley, Indian, Kawasaki, Yamaha, will bring a full electric model to market. There's someone putting a stake in the ground, ah,
3: huh? Yeah, it is. That's something that neither one of us thought of.
0: <laughs> well, I pitched it out there with the live wire, but that's more hopeful than a prediction. Oh, well, which is kind of dumb. I don't know why I'm hoping for Harley to bring the live wire to market when I know I'm not buying a bike this year. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> anyway, and this one I really like, and I hope this turns out for him. Zion ends the year with a goozy in his garage for bonus points. Which one? I think it'll be the Grizzo. Really? I think so. Nice. I think he's on a mission. So I think the Deluxe will probably go bye-bye. And it'll be the Electric Glide and the Grizzo. That's, that's his baby, though. I don't think so. Now that he has the the bigger bike, I don't think he really needs it, because to ride two up, look how That's much time true. he spent to make the deluxe two up worthy, and then, you know, bought a used electric glide and right out of the box it was better than what he had built. So,
1: yeah, and plus he's saying it's better on his back. The wind with the fairing, the yeah, the
0: fairing, the suspension is better, like all the way around. It's more comfortable for the passenger. It's just, you know, it's it's the right bike for two up. No doubt about it. Unless you like Indian, then you know. (laughs) Then maybe not the right bike. That's that's too much bike. I was going to say, Hogan fell asleep on us. And that concludes Uh, our predictions. What? Yep. Oh, I thought you were saying there was more. (laughs) That concludes our predictions for 2018. Let's not jump the gun on 19. And let's take a moment to recognize the people who continue to make our show possible and we thank each and every one of them and that being the writers of Loud Pipes for their continued support. Let's go through our first five Riders. As always, that would be Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. We have the Slack Pack, which gets a new entry this week. We have Roger's Nightmare, or Sir Mike, as we call him in the clubhouse. We have Chuck in the Slack Pack as well. and or We have Chuck, the Hammer Crusher, a.k.a. Roger, and the Slacker, who is also known as Chris. That's the Slack Pack. The barbershop is now empty. So, labpipesnet slash donate is a place to be if you want to join the barbershop. We have Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, and Chad, making up the riders group. And we have Darren and the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast are the insiders. Visit loudpipes.net slash donate and select the reward that interests you most. There's also a link there for one-time donations and contributions of any size are greatly appreciated. All right, as I call back Brother Hogan, um, we're calling it a U turn topic, but not, not so much U turn. We thought maybe we would take a moment and go through our favorite moments of 2017 before we do a little garage and shut it down for the night. What do you think, John? You're going to do a favorite moment, favorite episode, or favorite moment of 2017? Is it one? Can you pick one?
1: Or can it be many?
0: Well, how about this? Episode-wise, I'm going to make you pick one. And you can do Epis- o- other moments if you want, but you got to pick one show of the year. Which one was your favorite? Oh. <laughs> let, let me, let me, let me. I got one. I was going to say, you want to hear mine while you're waiting, or Hogan can go first? Yeah, yeah, let's go. I'll go Slash. All right, Hogan, spill it.
3: Well, I I, I liked uh, three. I have three, actually. Okay. That's one, Rico. One- I know but I'm stingy. Rich told me one. All right. So well, you I'll can pick you can
0: pick 3 then. Go ahead. Pick your favorite and then two more. How about that?
3: My favorite. I guess my favorite was with um
0: was with Ben. Okay. Isla man. Isla man. Yep. That was let me get the number here real quick. Um I had it handy and then of course that computer crashed. the Isle of Man 81 lobpipes.net slash 81 the Isle of Man or no it's titled the Isle of Man and the TT with Ben Gilmore
3: yep I think it was just kind of neat to get on the boat see the flag and just just be like oh, my God, this guy's from the Isle of Man. I'm going to hit him with all kind of questions. <laughs> and just for us to click, like, soon as, you know, that topic came up, it was just nonstop. I wish I would have had a, a microphone during mm. our conversation going out, you know, 50 miles, whatever. But, man, it was it was a good time. And, you know, it kind of carried over into the show a little bit, but you had to have had to been there to just, oh, I was just so wishing I had something to record with doing that ride, even though it was Mm. windy and noisy from the motor, it was still a great conversation. Awesome. So that, that had to be my first one.
0: Okay. Before you do your second and third one, I'll give you my favorite one. So of the year and not just because it's fairly recent, but my favorite episode and event of the year was the ride up to PA with John. So to go up and, deliver the NPC individual trophy to dangerous Dave riding around with Zion and Chris and Dave as well, you know, for a day or part of a day was just, that was a cool meetup. It was a cool trip long miles with John got to hang out with some of the clubhouse members and we made a good show out of it once we were done. So I'm not necessarily saying that was the best episode of the year. That was just my favorite.
3: Well, I had to be the best one then because, <laughs> you know, for you, well, it depends you know, that on that was part depends of it. On the know, criteria. If, I was, yeah. if I was there, then it would have been, you know, I think fun for me too. But since you guys got to experience, you know, handing off the trophy, riding with these guys, you know, and just doing that PA run together, I think that enca- encapsulates, you know, that whole, that whole man fest.
0: Yeah. You're hanging out. <laughs> yeah. A, clo- a close second for me was also 87. Um, We rode down to Myrtle Beach. Got to spend a little time with the Fashionista and Zion again. So that was a good time and a good show when we came back. That would have been my second. Damn. What was your second?
3: <laughs> I, I think my second, again, being here where I am. Uh, we're just hanging out with Wyman, and 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 getting to know him as a person and as a builder, um, especially you know with my favorite brand, Indian. You know, just the restoration side of of you know, restoring some of these vintage bikes. You know that he's he's built, you know, things from the ground up. Um, you know, he's got that hybrid bike that out there that Indian. Harley bike, you know, so he, he, he was an interesting, uh, person to find and a good friend that I still have today. And he still sports our, uh, our, uh, loud pipes hat to this day. He wears it every day. He's watched it a couple of times. <laughs> That's but he awesome. wears it proudly. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see him and he still mm-hmm. has all our koozie. He still, he still uses too. So it's pretty neat.
0: Those two shows were good with him and his wife, Diva. Those were yeah. both Cool shows to re- see. Now, when you talk about grading, like a best episode, like you know, quality of the sh- the content and the audio and stuff like that, those might have been better shows than my favorite because of just looking at it from different angles. Right. Cool. And your third, or was that second and third?
3: Yeah, that's 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 it. I think there's one more, and I think that that was with uh, Jason. Or Justin.
0: Justin, yeah. The second one?
3: 108? Third. third. Yeah, the, the, actually the first one. When you guys first went down, I think that, that you guys just seemed like you were just like...
0: Yeah, that was fun. That was a was good time. Like, we were just chilling. We just fired up the recorder and just started chatting.
3: I think it was too because, you know, we just saw those bikes on the show. Mm-hmm. And then to go there and meet the guy and see the bike up close and in person. Yeah, I agree. And to see his garage and just hang out and talk bikes and talk shop. I think, you know, just to hear that excitement between the three of you, it was just like, ah, oh, I missed it. And I wish I was there type of thing. And I, that carried over into the show for me. Johnny John?
1: It's It's really, as you sit here and we talked about before the show, we've done a lot or I've done a lot
0: yeah different rides and event. event wise you did a ton this year
1: and it's like what is the favorite for event for i guess for the show i have two and i think i'm gonna go with with your second rich when we went down to myrtle beach met zion hung out with the fast nista yeah that was that was uh, that was a good event and show um and then i have to go with my second one I'm going to have to say the 100th anniversary show.
0: That was a lot of fun too.
1: Getting there, going to the, the pub, coming down there, hanging out with with Mike and and Micah, and then Ape from Mino and his wife. You know, and we just doing Enrico on the line, and people calling in, and that was
0: yeah, that was fun.
1: That was a lot of fun.
0: It was fun to do. It was a nightmare to put together after the fact. (laughs) I'll I'll say that. Yeah. You know, Um, and and in hindsight, I think if we do that again, I think we're not going to touch it. We're just going to record it and post it. You know what I mean? It just It is what it is. Yeah.
1: I mean, I've done a lot. I mean, if you really get down to it, all the trips I've done this year have been really awesome. It's been enjoyable, everything we've done. Mm Mm-hmm. And you sit back and he I'm sitting here looking at all the notes of what I've done and written and wow.
0: Yeah. And a lot of the shows, I, you know, I, I like them all, but I, I could pick any one of them for different reasons. You know, like I said, my my favorite was really more about the experience. Getting out and doing that ride and having the meetup, that was kind of my highlight of the year. Um, winning the MPC was also in the top three you know, that trophy sitting behind me on the shelf, but those are probably the, the top three moments, but I could pick many other shows for different reasons. I agree. All right. Anything else on that? Alice? I think that's it, bro. All right. I don't know how long we are, but do we want to do a little, little garage update and then events and downshift time?
3: Yeah. We're over an hour and a half.
0: Oh, is it that long?
3: Wow. Somebody All right. talked a lot, Richard.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, I can just make it a quick update. It's not really... Well, I think I've covered most of it in the show, but just a little wrenching update on the R6. The forks are back on the bike. So we got the new seals in, new bushings. The heavier springs did go in. I finally made that decision. Dropped, yeah. dropped them in before I or dropped them in after I put the oil in, set the level, and yeah, screwed them all together, put them on the bike today, torqued everything to spec. I set all the adjustments, well, I set the adjustments for compression and rebound back to factory, and the preload was backed out 100%. So until I until I set the sag, or check the sag measurement, you know, I won't touch the, the preload with that heavier spring. So I'm going to do that. I've got a Spanner wrench for the rear shock so I can put more preload into that if I need to. Didn't do anything with it, but I can adjust it if I need to. And went together pretty well. I think the last thing before I roll it out and try to get it inspected will probably be front brakes. Do the front brake pads. The calipers or the rotors are in good shape. I did the air cleaner today. Not going to touch the carbs. Not going to touch the plugs. Flush the radiator and and we're going to go get a tag on it. <laughs> nice.
3: So the complexity scoring to do your own forks, what would you rate that at from
0: one to 10? Before I started it, I really looked at it as like an eight thinking this is just short of like tearing the engine apart. <laughs> it's kind of, that's what I had in my mind. Cause I just looked at the diagram. I'm like, man, look at all those parts inside getting everything out in order, you know, how do you take them apart? I'm going to need some tools. I did get a couple of tools and mm-hmm. then getting it all back together. And there's just so many things that we're going through in mind. It's like, ah, you know, how do I set the, the oil level, all the adjustments? How do I get this back in? All right, I need a torque wrench here and this and that. And it really seemed like a, an overwhelming task when I started, uh-huh. but, but that's kind of getting out of your comfort zone. And I'm, I'm so happy that I did. Make that decision to take it apart myself because now that it's done, I'm like, that's it? <laughs> like, that's all there <laughs> is to them? <laughs> wow. It's like a couple of bolts and it's just like, wow. Like now that they're back together and on the bike, I'm just kind of like, I-, I can't believe I was so afraid of doing that. Doing that task.
3: Right. It, it does. It It looks like a huge complex ordeal and you did it and recorded it well and it some of it, it. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but it it was, it was neat to see you know a lot of that and uh, i don't know if you're going to do a you know, a special video um to show show that for the youtubers out there but uh it was a great job and to see the bike put together the front wheel back on
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it and bounces it was, up and down the suspension still yeah. works <laughs> nice so
3: that's you know that's all you can hope for right <laughs>
0: I know. Yeah, it was a fun project. I I don't really want to count how many hours I have into it and the hours I have leading up to it, watching videos and looking for techniques. And I probably went a little overboard on that, but I I do want to give two quick video shout-outs for reference material. And the first one is, I think I mentioned it before, Del Boy's Garage on YouTube, and we'll put a link to that. Uh, he was on the Motorcycle Men as a guest quite a while ago, probably a year and a half ago now. And I listened to most of the interview and I, I thought it was neat. And I sort of earmarked the channel and didn't really get back to it after that until I come across one of his videos on how to do fork seal replacement on just a traditional telescopic fork. And the way he broke down the process is really what gave me the confidence to do it and what tools I would need, what tools I could make if I didn't have the tools, which I thought was pretty neat as well. So the way he described it, it was like a thirty-five minute video. He meticulously took it apart, explained everything, and then put it all back together. He even saved me a couple of tips on getting the top cap off, off of the forks. So it's on there with only I think seventeen or nineteen foot pounds. It's not on there that tight, but once you get it off the bike, it's nearly impossible to hold, to hold that slippery piece of metal. And get any torque on it, and you of course you don't want to crank it into a vice. So what he was saying is before you before you crack the triple clamps loose from the bike, well certainly the bottom one, you loosen the top one, but before you break that bottom one loose, he's like, just crack it loose, crack that top cap loose before you get it off the bike. And I'm sure that saved me a ton of time. I did that and and it was fine. And then of course you use that same technique to torque it back on the bike stuck the nice. forks in the clamp, tightened up the bottom one, torqued it on the bike and then I loosened them up, reset them, you know, aligned them and then did the final torque as well. So that was the first reference and then the other reference I've been looking at and I've been watching hours of this guy's video, which is Dave Moss and his company is Dave I think it's Dave Moss Tuning is the YouTube channel and he goes around to tracks and he tunes people's bikes. He's done thousands of bikes. Um, you know through his school and through his tuning program and and the way he describes the process the way bikes work the way the suspension works the way the adjustments work i mean i learned a ton just just about okay what does compression do in the forks what the heck does the rebound setting do like what what does that do for the bike and why do you right. care and why would you want to adjust it mm-hmm. so i've just spent hours pouring over that information and I actually feel pretty confident that when I get this bike out on the track, I'm going to be able to start fiddling with those clickers and dialing it in the way I want it. I can't wait. I'm, That's awesome. I feel like I'm armed with all this knowledge. I just need to get the damn bike out on the track. <laughs> almost there. Almost there. I'm just salivating, you know, waiting to unleash that thing, you know. Let's just hope it's not into a tree. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I hope not. And that's other videos I've been watching too. It's just, you know, just different videos on technique. Uh, I think the guy is called, oh, I'm going to have to look it up, but I'll put it in the show notes. I think it's called Speed and Noise is the channel on YouTube. And it, it, it's fairly simple. The guy's just breaking down. It's one person talking. Some of it's on the bike. Some of it's not. And again, just the way he breaks down riding technique for the track and for the street. I just feel like I'm learning a ton, ton of information. I'm just soaking in that I can try to apply over time. Good stuff. But yeah, I'm having a ball with that bike and wait till you see it. (laughs) I I can't wait. It's going to be all cleaned up and fresh and ready to go. So fresh and so clean, clean. Yep. All right, Johnny John, anything else for you? Get your bike back? No, not back yet. Oh, man. Oh, so sorry uh, to hear that.
3: Is, is, is it because, is there snow up there where you're at?
0: No. Okay. Downshift topic? No. Oh, dear. You want to talk about it? Intervention? No. You need a hug? No. Beer? No. Oh, Wow. Okay. It's gotten there. Alright, well, anything else, Hogan? If not, we'll let John do the events real quick and we'll get out of here.
3: No, let's let's do it, Bruce.
0: Alright. John, John, you want to cover it? Are you too All s- right. are you too sad?
1: No, I'll cover it. Alright, go ahead, man. So, I think you're heading to the Easy Rider Bug Show on June 20th. If we don't go to the Rolex. Or January 20th, sorry.
0: What did you say, Rich? I said if we don't go to the Rolex. It's the same weekend.
1: Oh. Well, you embarrassed? Better- no. Well, we need to talk about that then.
0: We do. Conflict.
1: All right. And then February 18th through 21st, the Moto Amino ride to Key West, Florida. And mm-hmm. on the way down, we're going to do a saddle sore 1000. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe Rich will chat along on that one.
0: I'll meet you there. I'm not doing a saddle sore though. <laughs> what? Why is it so funny? No, it's not
1: funny. It's all oh, good. Okay. All right, and Rich is going to hit the second annual congregation show, uh, April 14th from 2 to 8 p.m. Yes, sir. And then the first annual log Pipes meetup, still not in planning, it's in planning.
0: No, it's the middle of July.
1: Middle of July now? All right, so it's middle of July.
0: Hey, remember we talked about that? Nope.
1: You didn't get back to me on the first dates.
0: I want to be in Pennsylvania by the 16th. That's the Monday. Okay. Probably that weekend, 13, 14, 15. Okay. That'd be my guess. So, yeah. So, let us know. If anyone's interested in going, we kind of need a little head count. So, if you've listened this far, then you at least care a little bit. So, (laughs) let us know.
1: All right. And then we're going to do the second annual East Coast Moto Meetup, which is June 9th in Wake Forest. And then we've got the third annual Motorcycle Podcast Challenge, June 21st through July 16th, or July 11th. Hello. Wow. Yep, I am off tonight. I guess Every the scotch just hit me. I guess. And, 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 and do I need to put up the other one? Are we going to the event in
0: October? Gosh, you know, I, I hate to say that for fear of plans getting squashed. Why don't we just say we might have an event in October and leave it at that. Everyone knows what it is, so. We There's might. An event. Hmm?
3: There was an event in October.
2: I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> One in
0: That's the cup the anyway.
3: That's all we got planned
1: for
0: now. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks guys. I had a fun, I had a fun evening going through the predictions and a little reminiscing. It's always a good time. Okay. Before we go, I'd like to again, thank the writers of loud pipes for their continued support. And if you feel the show is adding some value to you, then check out loudpipes.net slash donate and you can participate in our value for value model. We do the show as often as we can, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us at loudpipes.net forward slash live. We have a chat component there. You can interact with the show while we're recording or just talk amongst yourselves. Follow us on the Mixler app and you'll be notified when we go live. If you can't support the show monetarily. We understand, but we do ask that you head over to your favorite podcast aggregator—iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music—anywhere you happen to be getting your podcast from. If they allow for a rating or review, we would appreciate it. It helps the show to grow a little bit and also puts a little fuel in our tanks as well. Additional information for this episode, including links and images, can be found on the website labpipes.net/thunderstroke. That would be 111 for keeping tabs. Here you'll find links to leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, and follow us on social media. Why not? <laughs> Brother Hogan. I like that uh, thunderstroke. I figured you'd like that. Pick stands up.
3: <laughs> Let's do it, Bruce.
0: All right. Johnny John.
1: Everyone be safe.
2: Good night. for listening please consider supporting the
3: show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate
0: Loudpipes episode 70 we're kicking in the front door of 2017 and i'm recording from a frosty charlotte north carolina so what are you drinking? Piña colada? Some umbrella drink?
3: Yeah, you would think that's that is in my repertoire, but no. I'm drinking a uh, red ale today from uh Domino 7.
0: All right, you have you must have a cold beverage up there since your feet are cold.
3: Yeah, I have a beverage tonight.
1: So so the I went out and got some Steel Reserve Ally series spike punch.
0: What are you drinking, Rich?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. What do you got tonight?
0: I was going to say, that's Copper? supposed to come from John. I was just waiting.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What are you drinking, my friend?
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I know you said that the Hurricanes beat Boston in the hockey game, but I am drinking a beer from Boston. Sammy Adams. Sam Adams. Something new for me. It's called Hopscape. And or I'm sorry. Something new from them for me. Hopscape. This is a wheat ale brewed with West Coast hops. Bad Pipes, episode 71. Do you got a beverage over there tonight, my friend? Yeah, I'm going to cry in my beer a little bit. And I'm actually going to cry because this beer is really not my thing. This is called um, Ella Blank IPL, Earthy and Unexpected. It also says it's brewed with Australian and German hops. This is a lager, 6% alcohol, 65 international bittering units. And it's from Sam Adams. You have a beverage?
1: Yeah, man, I do. Continue on my New Year resolution. I got another beer tonight. It's a high wire lager. And it's uh brewed out of uh the three
0: river brewing. the three ring brewing out of Asheville, North Carolina. Loud Pipes episode seventy two. Are you are you drinking anything to drown out your sorrows?
3: I'm, I'm drinking I'm drinking an Imperial. <laughs> In a can. Oh gee.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, John, you got a beverage? Yeah, I'm having a copper. You're gonna have a copper tonight. Wow, oh, man. awesome! Well, I am also having an OMB copper, and John is in the studio. Oh, we, we are getting ready yeah. for getting ready for a bike show. So that's yes. why John's here. Cloud Pipes episode seventy three. You have a beverage, Mister Hogan.
3: I do. I am drinking a a Pir- and Piriel tonight.
0: Periel, as in the Pir- style.
3: In, like in the beer, and it's also wait for it. Oh yeah, it's in the can.
0: There it is. John, <laughs> so what are you guys drinking tonight? Well, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, scraping the bottom of the kegerator at the moment. So <laughs> nice, John. What did you manage to dig up over there? Yeah.
1: So, so Mr. Warfield on their way home says to me, "Hey, you got room in the trunk?" I'm like, <laughs> "Nope." Why? What you need? Need beer. So, the only thing he had for me and it's breaking my, my uh, New Year's resolution is the
0: Reds Red, Apple. Reds Apple yeah.
1: Ale. Yep. So, having some Reds tonight. All right.
0: And they're fresh, too. I think they were from the last time Kenny was here. Yeah. Which was probably more than a year ago.
1: Well, it's going down. <laughs> and, and and what did you find out of the, the barrel?
0: Well, I'm closing down that Sam Adams Mix Pack I was telling you about. And this is not bad. This is called Fresh as Hellas. It is a Hellas lager with orange blossom. This is from Sam Adams. Not too bad. Bleh, 5.4%. I don't know. 18 IBUs. This is right up your alley, John. Bad Pipes, episode 74. You have a beverage of the evening, my man. Sir, I'm drinking
3: a pale ale. It's called a maj- Majadura
0: Pale Ale. Oh, that's a mouthful. Yes, sir. (laughs) Have you acclimated yourself into a beverage, Johnny John?
1: Yeah, I did. I I have a tangerine wheat beer.
0: What? Oh, what? Wow, a fresh open. (laughs) Mm. Watch out there now. How is it? How is it? Took some time, put all the equipment into a rack like it should be. But the bad thing is, I don't have much beer. So,
1: oh, oh. <laughs> hey, I didn't hey, get hey! Time hey to so re, re, repeat that. What did you?
0: Did I hear what I think I heard, Rico? This is unheard of. What just happened here? I'm not saying I don't have a beer. I'm just saying I don't it's have anything new and exciting. Paradigm shift or something. Oh my god! Dogs are mating with kittens. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> oh goodness!
0: we're going to do Rico. So I got the staple Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale. <sighs> Old school, loud pipes. Episode seventy-five. What always helps for me? Do you have a beverage?
3: Oh yeah, I'm drinking an extra strong rum and coke tonight.
0: <laughs> oh do I? <laughs> oh do I?
3: <laughs> all right, first one, second. Uh, this this will count as three when it's all said and
0: done. Oh brother. Oh. Well, speaking of drowning your sorrows, I don't know that you're sad, but John, you have a beverage.
1: Yeah, I have a beverage. You told me to get a beverage out. You said that. Milk and cookies? No, I'm not drinking chocolate milk. I'm drinking a Gaelic ale from Highlander Brewing Company.
2: What? Man, I
0: I need that applause clip. Yeah. Holy cow. You you guys? I like it.
1: All right. So what you got, my friend?
0: Uh, Well, I'm I'm still slumming it over here, meaning I haven't bought any beer. So it's still uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. In the can. Hang on. In the can, although I opened it already.
1: Hang on. What's this number three, three? Rico, is this three
3: weeks in a row he's done this? I think so. He probably got a six pack that he's trying to
0: <laughs> get out of the fridge. Loud pipes, episode seventy-six. Mister Hogan, what's up, man? What's 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 up? Oh, he's gonna explode! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Now, is it a triple rum and coke, or are you back to the suds? Well, I'm back to the suds tonight.
3: I'm having a a Heineken, and it's in a can.
0: There you go. There you go. Too many beers. Are you drinking
3: tonight?
1: Yeah, man. You guys have, you know, you told me I couldn't slack off anymore.
0: We've just fully corrupted you. I know. (laughs) What is it?
1: (laughs) So I have a Perry Hard Cider.
0: One for the cider.
1: It's It's a pear,
0: though. Oh, pear. Yeah. I was thinking Perry's like the name, but it's actually made out of pear. That's good. What do you got tonight? Did you finally get out to the you know, store
1: get something new other than your Sierras?
0: Yes. Finally got out, picked up a mix pack over the weekend from the Brooklyn Brewing Company. And of course, I drank all of the Brooklyn lagers in the last couple of days, so I can't have those. I'm having a Scorcher IPA, which is a surprise, right? Yeah. Enjoying myself an A&W Root Beer today. Oh, you got half of it. You got beer in the name. That qualifies. Yeah. Loud Pipes, episode 77. What do you have for a beverage, my friend?
3: Oh, my man. I'm going to see if you can recognize the sound.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh,
0: sweet music. And? And? Ah, it's the same one as last show. It's a Heineken. <laughs> oh, You could make something up. Come on now. It's radio. I could have, but that would be fair. Thunderstroker. What are you drinking, John?
3: You know, guys,
1: keeping up with the tradition of a new beer for the week. Oh? Yep. So tonight, it's a new Belgium Day Blazer. Easy
0: going
2: ale. Wow. a Wow, look at
0: at John. I'm proud of him. All right, I guess I'm What are you
1: you drinking over there? (laughs) I was waiting. I know. I forgot. I was sipping. It was tasting good.
0: Uh, Going through my Brooklyn Brewery Mix Pack. This is a nice little IPA, of course, that they put together and is the official beer of New York Comic Con. This is the Defender. Just simply called Defender IPA.
3: Well, tonight I actually do have suds. I have got a beautiful New
1: Belgium Citradelic Tangerine IPA.
0: Love that one. Check a wow, check a wow, wow. That is a good one. Delicious, delicious.
3: Loud Pipes episode 78. All right, so who wants to go first as far as what they're drinking?
1: Well, well, since I'm the (laughs) lonely one, I usually go last and I always take the wussy drinks.
3: All right, so what wussy drink are you drinking tonight?
1: So so I have a strong bow, another one, hard apple cider, but this one's the honey one.
0: A live reveal and the sip. John takes a sip. (laughs) He
2: goes Not
1: in. It's interesting.
0: Not bad. <laughs> Not bad, he says.
1: So, 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 Rico, what do you got?
3: Well, since I'm sitting here with my guest tonight and we're sharing a bottle of red wine, we're drinking a Vena Maipo, I think is how you say it. Maipo, Maipo yeah. And it's from Chile. It's a 19, or 2015. And it's just fine.
0: It's just fine. You got to help Rico through that. He's not much of a wine drinker. Yeah.
3: Well, it's 12.5%, so
0: I'll be ahead of you pretty soon. Just barely. Just barely. Hold on your horses. Well, I have, as you know, a passion for IPA and pale ales in general. So Mm -hmm. a pale ale would be sort of your session beer, if you will. The IPA would turn it on properly if you really want that hop flavor, but... If you really want to get your hoppy on, you go Imperial IPA. Oh. So, this is Nota Brewing's Imperial IPA called Hop Cakes. And cakes. Because you can see pancakes and maple syrup on the can. It has wow, some Vermont know. maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be running around the rooms pretty soon. And 10.2%. What? In the can. Wow. In the can. Hallelujah. Look at you. Enjoy. A rich
3: right.
2: nice Cheers.
0: How was that? Wow. Oh. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> Look at that face. Is <laughs> that a good wow or a wow that, you know... Uh... Let, me, let me just tell you, I don't need two of these. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Loud Pipes episode 79. Well,
2: hell yeah. We drinking.
0: We having a Carta Blanca, Carta Blanca, yeah. Mexico.
3: John, you got a bevy?
0: I forgot to ask.
1: Yeah, I do, man. I have a Henry's Hard Ginger ale.
2: Hard there ginger ale? we go. What they'll, what they'll do to sell alcohol.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not bad, he says.
2: Oh, that. So, that Mr. Warfield, goodness.
0: are you drinking tonight? I am, and I have a complete surprise for you guys today. Another, another, another hotcakes? No. no, he's drinking wine. No, I'm drinking an IPA, but it stands for India Pressed Apple, Bold Rock Hard Cider. Loud Pipes Episode 80. Are you drinking anything? I am, and even though I'm, I'm really not supposed to. I am going to partake anyway. But it's not a beer this time, though. Oh, oh. Oh, got some wine. <laughs> I have a glass of red wine. Yes, indeed. Well, this is called, I think it's called Miomi or Miami, M-E-I-O-M-I. And it's a Pinot Noir Vintage
2: 2014.
0: Nice. Lovely little red. I'm starting a pre-hydration plan. Mm-hmm. So it's water. Loud Pipes, episode 81. Well, are you pumped enough to still have a beverage or are you going to go with uh, water?
3: Now, you know, a brother's got to have his beer by his side. <laughs> got to get my drink on. Yeah, I got to get my drink on, Pimpin. Got to do it. So I'm, I'm drinking another uh, Carta Blanca, you know, Wyman turned me on to this. So I'm having another one. I think this was actually left over from when he was here. <laughs> so I'm finishing these up. So I got like two more in the fridge. So I'm going to finish them up tonight during the show.
0: Well, I'm, I'm still, uh, I guess, semi-recovering. So we're still drinking red wine. Nice. And tonight we're gonna to spice it up with a menace tois silk. And I kid you not, that's the name of the wine. Shit. Oh, really? Sounds kinky. It's so it's like a red blend. It's it's kinda of soft. It's not bad. Alright, we'll enjoy that.
3: Oh wait, let me let me do this.
0: Oh, it's yeah. canned. Oh yes, nice. Sure. <laughs> my my beer tonight, guys. My my wife did the shopping today, unfortunately. Um, she picked out what is not Costa Rica's finest beer,
2: um,
0: but it's nice and cold. You know, it'll take the edge off the day. It's called
3: Bohemia. Rico will know it well. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so what? It's it's beer and it's good.
0: <laughs> is it? Right. Is it like the Costa Rican Budweiser?
3: Uh, maybe.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <is>. oh dear.
2: <laughs> it'll do. <guys. laughs> it will.
0: Loud uh, Pipes, episode eighty-two. Are you sipping on something scrumptious? Uh, Scrumdillumptious,
3: yes I am. pamping, yes I am. I am drinking a bamboo mojito tonight. Excuse me? I am drinking <laughs> a
0: what? A bamboo, bamboo <laughs> mojito tonight. Holy guacamole. How are you drinking, Mr. Miracle?
1: I am, sir. I'm dra- drinking one of my old standby, Mr. Neaglin himself.
0: So, I was going to have a beer tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling good. I don't say 100%, but definitely feeling much better. But I decided to pass one more week. I'm still drinking the the Menage a Trois Silk from last episode. So, that bottle's almost gone. And Loud Pipes, episode 83. That's Cameron. Hey, say hello.
2: Hello, everybody. What's up?
0: Okay, and this is my oldest son, Bryce. Say hello.
1: Hello, hello.
0: So, Mr. Warfield, are you drinking anything tonight? And hopefully it's kid-friendly. Well, yeah. With the kids in the house, I have a, about half a bottle of Smart Water. But Bryce and I are partial to this smoothie from Old House Farms. It's strawberry, pomegranate, cherry, and something else in it. It's delicious. Good. Good and
2: healthy. So good.
0: <laughs> Cameron likes it, too.
1: What are you drinking, John? Well, you know, since you guys are going to be on here, I went to one of my old kid favorites when we started talking about this, and I have some strawberry milk.
2: My school sells strawberry milk. Sometimes my school sells strawberry milk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but see, I got the Nestle Nestle Quick stuff that you pour in there. Mm. Loud Pipes,
0: episode 84. Doing all right, doing all right. You got a beverage, my man? I I am drinking another Imperial, my friend
3: imperial gets
0: called up from the miners that's right you have a beverage
1: yeah i'm having one of my uh new belgium day blazers again i look at you very nice you drink some more of that
0: red wine i am so so happy to report that i am back in the saddle again
3: yeah, yeah baby
0: and you i'm a- gonna a- what's that Did you get a clean health report finally? I did, and I'm going to put down an over-the-edge American IPA from the Unknown Brewing Company
2: in a can.
0: Loud Pipes, episode 85.
3: Oh, man, I'm drinking a copper tonight, and yes, I'm working on finishing the first one, cracking open the second one, and hopefully we can get this show wrapped up and in the envelope. In the can.
1: Beer, yes, since uh, I'm going for another repeat, unfortunately, so don't uh, take my man car away too quickly, so oh. it's another, it's another. I'm having the day blazer again, so.
0: All right, at least it's not an apple juice.
1: No, no apple juice, my friend. Are you
0: drinking orange <laughs> juice? Pretty close. Nice. <laughs> I have a line and Cogo Summer Shandy, so yes, it is brewed with lemonade. Loud Pipes, episode 86, and do you have a beverage in hand or not tonight? No, none tonight
1: because I just came
0: rolling in from a little up late night ride. Well, I'll make up for the two of us. I have something All right. new. All right, you make up for us. What do you got for us? From Natty Greens, they have a beer called Lexington. This is a smoked spring IPA brewed with peaches. Loud Pipes, episode 87. Chilling. Does that mean alcohol is involved? Uh, yeah.
3: Yep. It sure is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am drinking a rum
0: and coke. How's that? You have a beverage, my man?
3: Yeah. Rico and I are sharing rum and
1: cokes. Ah. Virtually.
0: Both of you with the hard liquor.
1: So what do you got tonight?
0: Some more wine? Well, no, I'm I'm going to carry the beer torch since you guys have moved on to the distilleries.
3: Somebody got to do it,
0: <laughs> and this is from out. I think this is out near uh, Deb's Way. This is from Mother Earth Brewing. They're in Kingston, North Carolina. This is the Weeping Willow Wit. It's a Ooh. Belgian wit beer brewed with spices. Yum yum yum. Now, are you partaking in our usual beverage segment?
1: I am. I'm going to go ahead and uh, side with you, Rich, on the uh, the brewski here. I have got a Huger Street IPA from the Palmetto Brewing Company out of Charleston, South Carolina.
0: Loud Pipes episode eighty-eight. So, are you going to do him proud with a beverage?
1: Yeah, I'm having I, I'm having his favorite, some rum and coke. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, and I know you were on some travel.
0: Yeah, I didn't you have time to grab tell, a beer. Tell. Oh no, I have a, a bottle of Smart Water and a small cup of coffee I made here in the hotel room. <laughs> That's it for me. Loud Pipes, episode 89.
3: I'm <laughs> hanging on by a thread today. i got a copper by my side. And I just want to talk about motorcycles for a minute.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Beverage on your end, John?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm having scotch and ginger ale.
0: What?
1: Yeah, I got the hard stuff out again.
0: That sounds good. <laughs> but I do have a beer, if you're yeah, interested. Yeah, what
1: do you have? Yeah, I am interested. What you got tonight?
0: <laughs> uh, from Nota Brewing Company. Here in Charlotte, North Carolina, I have Woody and Wilcox's Hop Experiment Session Ale. Loud Pipes, Episode Ninety. Are you uh, drinking anything tonight, or have you long since finished that?
3: You know what? We stopped at the Circle K. Circle K, and I picked up a uh, uh, Appalachian Mountain Brewery um, Boone Creek Blonde.
0: All right, Mr. Marco, you drinking anything?
3: Yeah, there wasn't much of a
1: selection, so I got my good old favorite <laughs> red apple <laughs> ale here again.
3: What you drinking, my friend?
0: Well, since I am in San Diego, I have a local beer, and this is from Gr- Green Flash Brewing. It's called their Sea to Sea Lager. It's unfiltered and crisp, and it's very light in alcohol, about 4%. So it's a nice, tasty drinking lager loud pipes episode 91 uh are you guys drinking tonight should i even <laughs> ask it sounds like you yeah were.
3: yeah actually i,
0: I had a I had a what do we have earlier we had a it was a
1: noonday ipa
3: a noonday ipa at six percent and now i'm drinking a uh <laughs> mike's heart lemonade <laughs> <'Cause he's laughs> blood orange <laughs> what you
0: drinking at all my friend um water I had some downstairs, oh. but I don't have a beer. You guys caught me last minute. You son bitch, son bitch. All right, Johnny T D. Johnny John. What are you drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hanging in here tonight.
1: I'm stuck between Rico and bacon.
0: He is drunk, is he not, Rico? Is he drunk?
1: Nope. I can never confirm or deny <laughs> those allegations. Nope, nope, not me. I don't do any of that. You know, I'm,
0: I'm a good boy. Okay, instead of asking if you're drunk, I'll just ask, "What well, are you drinking?" Uh, right now, now Mountain Dew. Loud Pipes, episode ninety two. The champs are here, brother Hogan. Tell me, you have a beautiful beverage for the evening.
2: Ooh, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm drinking
3: a, stellar. Stella. Stella.
0: a stellar Stella. Stella.
3: Stella. A Stella. Stella. Stella.
0: Stella. Well, Mr. Miracle, I know you've been drinking. Or at least I think you have. What's on your palate this evening? Um, Sweet tea. All right. Well, Rico's got a beer. John's wimping out. And I've got 22 ounces of Stone's Delicious IPA because I'm still on the West Coast. Loud Pipes, episode 93. Oh, that sounds good. What is it?
1: I know we're amps or our guests. Uh, day job is, but I'm at his competition. I'm having some coolers like
0: Oh, oh man, that's that is going to get you run out of the city, isn't it? Well, you know, I like my beer a little crafty. So this is bird Birdsong Brewing Company. It's called Doing Time. This is a wit beer, ale brewed with spices. And this is a low one, John. This is four point three percent, and it's also in the can. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, I spilled it. I'm going the craft route, too.
1: Um, I'm having a Bell's Oberon. Oh, it's nice. a wheat beer as well.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Loud Pipes, episode 94. So, Mr. Hogan, it's been a while. You got hey. a beverage?
3: Man, I just finished off a bottle of uh, Riesling and a Chardonnay, so uh, I'm tapping out on the beer tonight, so I'll finish off this half a glass that I have here. And I- what
0: I have to buy. So I think what you're saying is you're straight whining. Joseph's Brow. I think that's how you say it. Probably saying it wrong. This is their summer brew. It's a Kolsch style ale, 4.8% from uh, San Jose, California. Jose. Which I know is San Jose. Save your emails. <laughs> no problem. What are you drinking, Johnny? Oh, I'm having Reds, my friend. Reds, Apple Ale. Wins again. It does. Win. Loud Pipes episode ninety five. So which which beverage you got for
1: Mike tonight, my friend? What what you got on tap?
0: Oh, nothing for you. Are you, are you bowing out? What's going on?
1: Yeah, I got some Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> As he looks around
0: for something. What's over here? What's within arm's length that I can grab?
1: <laughs> yeah, got some Mike's lemonade in the uh, in the cup.
0: All right, in your red solo cup.
1: Yeah. Very nice. Yes. Yeah.
0: Solid Jason tasty. Well, I'm going to do it up a little bit better. My neighbors went on a nice big road trip. They went up into Wisconsin and they went to and Oh? Oh, one of my favorites. You know, I talk about the Summer Shandy all the time, which is a, just an awesome summer beer, but it's the 150th anniversary of the brewery. Oh, wow. And they brought me back a nice mix pack. So I got a couple that apparently they only sell within like 40 miles of the brewery. And I don't know if this is one of them. I think it is. This is Wisconsin Red Pale Ale. Loud Pipes, episode 96. Uh, so I know we talked in the pre-show. No beverage on your end? Maybe a little uh, sweet tea? Well, sweetened tea. So the difference being I don't drink the
1: stuff that they serve down here because, it, you know, I like my teeth. Right. In my mouth.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'll carry the beer torch then. I have a, a Pilot Mountain. This is a pale ale from Foothills Brewing there in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. This is what we got here. 5.5%, 52 IBUs, just an easy pale ale. Loud Pipes, episode 97. Uh, you drinking, my man? Oh, yeah. I am
3: having a, a, a good drink tonight because uh, it's been a while since we've been together, so I wanted to make something strong so I can... Cut the edge off a little bit, so I'm having a devil's cut, which is 90 proof, with a little Coca-Cola.
0: <laughs> All right, Johnny, beverage for you? Uh, no, oh, not mine. Oh, oh, wah, wah, wah. oh, yeah, what
1: do you have, my friend? I'm sorry.
0: Well, I think a couple episodes ago I said uh, my neighbors were at Lion Cuggles up in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. And this is one of those that they brought back, and I think this is something you can only get near the brewery. This is called Chippewa Pride Beer. It's just their average, everyday, you know, what you might call a lawnmower beer. Yeah. And the, the weak bottle twist, sorry. Boud Pipes, episode 98. And beverage. Just finished
3: off my bowl of soup, and I got an Imperial ready rockin'. Oh, Roll, baby. What you drink, sipping on this evening?
0: Uh, it's kind of boring. Well, it's boring because it's a repeat, but just the staple... Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale.
1: Show it. Here you go. Oh,
0: Mike's Harder. Oh, Cranberry Lemonade. Look at you.
1: I'm uh, sipping on something that my guest brought over, which is a drive-thru red, and it's a a dry hop red ale from Trader Joe's. I don't know if you guys have Trader Joe's back there or not.
0: Very nice. And a beverage for you, Chris?
1: Uh, I just finished the drive-thru, so we got a Lagunitas
0: Pills. Filed Pipes, episode 99. But yeah, long story short, I do have a beer. This is from High Wire Brewing. They are here in Charlotte somewhere, so it's not a brewery that I've been to. And this is called, I can't say it, zirkusfest Fest, I think is <laughs> how they say it, but it's an Oktoberfest beer anyway. And what about you?
1: So, so since it's getting near to holiday time, You know, and you're drinking your October Fest. You know, right around the corner comes Thanksgiving, right? Indeed. So I have not your mom's apple pie.
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to say Thanksgiving in a bottle. (laughs) Loud pipes. It's finally 100. Of course, you have a
2: beverage. Just tell me what it is.
3: Oh, my goodness.
0: I, I drove 20 minutes to
3: get it. I went down and got myself a tall 22 ounce of frigo coffee porter.
0: All right, well, I'm going to do my beer quickly, and then we'll go do a little round table with everyone who's in the room. And, Micah, you got to help me. What is this thing? <laughs> it's a bitter. <laughs> this is the pride of Tallwood cask aged bitter. All right, Johnny John, what are you drinking?
1: So, so I got uh, a nice cider here. It's the uh, okay, look it let's see, Gold Road. Cider works is what it
0: is. So, And your glass looks a little on the light side. What is that? Uh, I'm having the same thing as John. I'm drinking uh, cider today. It's a beautiful, refreshing, and a warm late summer, early fall. It's the Newton Pippin. What are you sipping on? I got the uh, Sweeney. It's a London Porter, 5.5 ABV. It's uh, got some good roasted flavor to it. That's about all I can really tell right now. Give me a little more time and I can get.
2: I was going to say, more- what happened
0: to your energy? You were all cranked up earlier. And now you've gone like all Barry White on us. And now, have what not beer yet, but we'll partake here shortly. Shortly. Loud Pipes, episode 101. You know it, bro. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> what is uh, in yeah. your glass?
3: Man, I'm drinking a Long Island iced tea. I had one before that and I had, um. A rum of Coke before that. So,
1: Anyways, what well, are we you te- drinking there, my sir?
3: Teach us how to drink.
0: You, you don't have anything?
1: Uh, I got some spiked Sweet Tea.
0: Being a little close to the Canadian border, I figured we would bring something down from our neighbors to the north. The traditional Labatt Blue Canadian Pilsner in a 24-ounce can.
3: Wow, 24-ounce can.
0: <laughs> I got I a pounder,
3: baby.
1: Loud Pipes episode 102. Yeah, sorry. My uh, tummy uh, from dinner wasn't too good. So yeah, but I know you always have a beverage no matter what your tummy feels like.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll carry the beer torch as usual. And from uh, Sierra Nevada, they've got something new called the Sidecar, which is an orange pale ale. So I'm enjoying this one. It's really, really pleasant. It's just a little bit of orange peel in the brew and it's not overly citrusy. It's really a nice balance. So well done. Loud Pipes episode one hundred and three. All right, Rico, are you into the beverages? Well, I know you are. Just you know, what is it? Well, I, we've had
3: we've we've had uh, what well, Jim beans so far. I've had mm-hmm. a shot of tequila. Yep. <laughs> we've had two beers. No, I had four beers. <laughs> four beers. Four beer. <laughs> I had four beers. <laughs> I'm two in. Uh, I had two ginger beers, mm-hmm. alcoholic ginger beers. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. And uh, we got a couple more we're going to be drinking on this evening, too. Absolutely. I'm the uh, bartender for this evening.
1: So, Richie, Rich, what are you drinking, my
0: friend? Are you not drinking?
1: Oh, I have a nice um, Sam Adams
0: tonight. Which That sounds real smooth. Oktoberfest. Oh, Mm -hmm. same here. Same beverage. The hearty and smooth marzen Ale, 5.3%. Light on the IBUs. Festive and tasty. Loud Pipes, episode 104.
3: Man, I, I just got home from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. And I had one of their uh, little cocktails, some kind of Halloween pumpkin, something other, with uh, whiskey and whatever pumpkin cocktail they had together. That oh, was yeah. good. Then I I have a Pump King that I'll be sipping on tonight. Pumpkin.
1: Unfortunately, no, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm just having some nice hot tea.
0: All right. Well, you enjoy your tea. Yeah. And where are you drinking, my buddy? From the Highland Brewing Company out of Asheville. I have Clawhammer Oktoberfest Lager. Loud Pipes,
1: episode 105.
0: Speaking of drinking, are you?
1: Yeah, man. I have a new beer tonight. New beer? I'm trying a Reds Blueberry Ale. What do you got tonight? I know you probably got either uh sammy adams or sierra nevada or a copper
0: oh all wrong my friend all wrong oh man it's time to take me down to the paradise city paradise city session ipa It's from birds birdsong brewing here in charlotte live hypes episode 106 brother hogan what are you drinking my man
3: well, I am drinking a Heineken tonight, my friend.
0: Just a Heineken,
3: just a Heineken.
0: You okay. drinking something other than tea?
1: <laughs> you know, since it's Thanksgiving time frame, I decided to get out the, not your mama's apple pie. What What are you drinking, my friend?
0: Oh, an Oktoberfest I found buried in the back of the refrigerator. In, that was mine, by the way. Uh, it might have been Rico's, but it was a m- <laughs> mixed back from a while ago. This is Sierra Nevada's. 2017 Oktoberfest, so very good. Loud Pipes,
3: episode 107. It's got my rum and coke this evening. Havana Club and Coca-Cola.
0: Oh, <laughs> hard liquor, hard liquor.
3: And beverage? Beverage?
1: I'm partaking with the Rico's, and I'm having some
0: rum and coke.
3: Oh Yeah.
0: What kind of rum? Uh, Captain Morgan's. And... You know, met uh, one of our riders, met Steve up there, hung out with him for a little bit. And the Oktoberfest is so good, I had a growler of it last week, so I decided to bring another one home.
3: You know, I exhausted all my hard, hard booze um, down to just <laughs> wine, so I got,
0: I just uh, stole a bottle of half-drunk um, uh, Winking Owl Chardonnay from The Wife.
2: Cloud Pipes,
0: episode 108. Beverage, beverage.
3: Oh, you know, you know, I can't come to the show without one. I'm drinking a Heineken in my loud pipes koozie, and guess what?
0: What? What? Oh man, it is canned. It is canned.
3: What about you, my friend? are you drinking up?
0: Well, I have from Catawba Brewing, and it's a funky can. This is called the Hopnest Monster IPA. I don't know what the IBU's is, but it is also in a can.
1: Two in a row. And and my beverage tonight, I'm having an Average Orchard uh, apple cider. That I am. I'm going to be drinking a Dogfish Head Liquid Truth Serum IPA tonight. And uh, using my handy-dandy special wrench. It is in a bottle.
0: Nice. (laughs) Loud Pipes, episode 109. Brother Hogan, you have a beverage? What's happening?
3: Yes, I do, my friend. I'm sticking with the locale variety this evening, and it's uh, Imperial in my Loud Pipes koozie, baby. And it's also in a can.
0: Oh, yeah. Now I know why you're drinking, so what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Rum and Coke. Rum and Coke. Oh,
3: that boy. He's really...
0: Oh, we we might have to have an intervention after the show.
1: And what do you have to drink, my sir?
0: Well, I I had a good one. I don't know if it was last episode or the one before, but from Catawba Brewing. And that was so good, I decided, decided to try a second one. And this is their Deep State Baltic Porter. And it's got an interesting description on the side, which I won't read, but if you get your hands on one of these, it's... It's pretty funny. And also...
2: And... Yeah. It's in a can.
0: Something floating in it. Ew. Was that good? Mm. And he drinks it anyway. <laughs> taken. Are you partaking in the beverage shenanigans? I am. I am enjoying a Shingu black beer imported from Brazil. Nice. Wow. Oh, he fancy. Loud Pipes Episode One Hundred and Ten. You have a beverage, my man. Man, I'm drinking a little
3: gin and juice tonight. Oh, we need a sound clip for that. You have
0: a beverage, Johnny John.
1: Yeah, I'm having some. Uh, having my good old favorite with Rico again, some rum and coke.
0: What? Well, what's up yeah. with you guys in the liquor? Happy holidays, IPA to be exact, from Noda Brewing. Some little special thing they do around this time of year, and they put like six different hops in it. And, of course, it's in one of their one-pint cans.